Welcome everybody to episode 212 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. No Will yet. Um, Will has been a no-call, no-show so far. Um, Inconspicuous by his absence. Yeah. Fired. 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 He'll Lazy. Have be- he'll have to beg for his job back. <laughs> no, we think Playing he- hooky. We think he might have uh, gotten caught up in work and just can't let us know. I hope it's that and that he's not pumping iron at the gym. And missing out on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't like that too much. No. All right. Uh, today's episode is going to be on Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Um, Eric has played quite a bit of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, right? He beat it. Well done. I, guess, yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could say I played it. Yeah. Played through it. Right. Uh, beat it. Beat it. Like Yeah, beat I beat. Finish. I got a trophy that said the end. Okay, finish. so you finished the story, <laughs> I, I guess. I did finish it, yeah. oh, Okay, good to know. I'll, I'll put that on the list right now. Okay. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Um, I actually, I played a little more Destiny today that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I played some Rocket League with uh, Dave in Boston. I wanted to talk about that. And that's it for me. Okay. Corey? Uh, just more Bloodborne and a little bit of Rocket League. Okay. Uh, for me, the only thing I played that was different this week was I played Fallout Shelter. So I'll talk a little bit about that because it finally came out on Android, which is one of my nibble bits that I'm spoiling now. But, hey, whatever. What can you do, you know? Eh, it's an easy one. It's a one-liner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just give my – I only had it for like 24 hours, so I'll get my thoughts on it so far. Um, Eric, let's get started with Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Now – I, I at least I watched uh, quite a bit of when you played. Was that the, that was the first time you played? What was that? What Tuesday night? What Thursday um, night? What I want to say Tuesday. Tuesday night. That's the day it came out. Okay. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost positive it was Tuesday. Actually, I don't remember now. It's been a well. It's been a crazy week for me. Right. But, uh, so that was your. I mean, initially, what were what were your thoughts on it? Well, I, I did want to say too. I I asked my fiance if she would. Uh, stream with me because I picked this game because it's more like a movie really and I mm-hmm. kind of knew that going in that it was more of a movie or an experience than a game so I asked her and she is not into video games at all for those that haven't listened to this before and actually fairly against video games as a hobby of mine um, but she was it's good enough to actually sit down and stream with me for for my first I think hour and a half that I played it um, so yeah my first thoughts were the art is really good. It is a very nice looking game. It is very very nice to look at. Um, the environments aren't too varied throughout the game, but it regardless, it's it's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and the soundtrack is fantastic. Um, I don't know that I really remember hearing the music when it, we were. It's like when you were playing. It's pretty. It's pretty easy to miss, like for a lot of parts of the game. But right. when it hits at the right parts, it's really good. Gotcha. So like, it's kind of like ambient music for most of it, and then yeah. when you when you're doing something up. important, it crescendos. If yeah, you will. it's really good. It's it's like opera music, kind of. Okay. It's it's really really good. Uh-huh. Whoever the singer was, fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean that was my my initial thoughts on the game. I just thought it looked and sounded really good. It seemed like uh, it was kind of a neat atmosphere, you know. Kind of strange. Yeah, it's supposed to mimic a uh, like an English town, right? It's in uh, in England. Okay. In 1984. Okay. That's where it's set. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yorkshire or Tropshire, something like that. Okay. But yeah, like an English countryside setting. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. So after my first hour and a half, I really did not care 
at all for the game. I yeah. thought it was really boring. Um, I was really disappointed by the amount of things you could interact with. Yeah. It felt like you could open, like, I don't know, one out of seven doors that you went to. Yeah. And everything was just really limited, so there wasn't any reason to really look around. Like, I wasn't finding clues as to what happened anywhere. Um, no, were you no. constantly guessing which doors you could open to? Just like walking up to them and seeing if yeah for the fir- for the first time the first time I played it yes I was, um, which was annoying because I couldn't open many of them yeah and like I'd just be walking around kind of aimlessly not knowing what I was supposed to do or anything, which uh, in certain games is okay this one I would say probably not uh-huh. um, but yeah the, there was just no interaction like the only things you could do is open a door here and there pick up a telephone. Turn on a radio. Right. That's really about it. So for for the start of the game, like, what's what's the reason for what's going on in the game? Like, um, don't know. Oh, you don't. You just you're just kind of thrown in, and yeah. no one's around, and you got to figure out why. Is that pretty much? You're just kind of piecing together memories. Okay. Uh, not your memories. Right. Um, other people's. There's actually there's six main characters in the story. You don't actually ever see them. Right. They're all a light figure. Yeah. Um. So you're piecing together their backstory. Right. Uh, so really what the game is, and and after I beat it, I think the way that I would suggest, because I know Dave bought the game, I would suggest to him, do not explore. Really just follow the light and go wherever it goes mm-hmm. because it will lead you to story and, you know, uh, yeah, just building the backstory. And that's really all this game is. Right. It's like uh, a book, but you're watching it right. and listening to it. Right. It's like an audio book with visuals, I guess. Gotcha. It's I, I don't know. It's really yeah. weird. Um, but by the end of it, I actually kind of liked it. Okay. Uh, but that's because that's what I started doing. Right. I didn't fuck around trying to explore and interact with things because I realized that at a certain point, like, there's nothing to interact with. Right. Uh, if you hear a telephone ringing, um, definitely go listen to that because that builds the backstory and stuff like that too. Um, but just follow the light that's floating around and you're, it'll lead you right to where all the story stuff is. Right. And that's the only thing you need to do. And it will cut your play time down too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how long do you think you spent playing it? Uh, let's see. If I, I'd say three, four hours. Okay. Yeah. I, I would it's not going to take you any more than four hours. I don't think if you've just followed the light, probably even less than that. Right. Um, the only other interactive part of it is you'll you'll find certain parts. I think they're meant to be like bigger story parts where there's a, a little speck of light and it starts to get like these. It almost looks like a molecule with things spinning around it. Yeah. And you tilt the controller and find the sweet spot of whatever is going on. Yeah. And you hold it there and it kind of explodes into a scene where you listen to conversations. That's basically uh-huh. what the game is, is you're walking through a countryside listening to conversations of six people. Right. There's actually more than six people, but there's six main people. Six main characters, yeah, yeah. so to speak. Right. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think if you play it that way and you know what you're getting into, like, it is not a video game. Yeah. It's just a story, and you happen to move a couple of analog sticks. Right. Uh, and as far as the sprint button that people are talking about, um, <laughs> saying that that improves the slowness, it does not improve it. It's still very, very slow. Yeah, I actually read someone say in a message board about that. They're like, 
Yeah, you. A lot of times you can't even really tell the difference between the walking and you the quote unquote sprinting. So. Very few times. And they're like, it's more of a hassle to hold down the button all the whole time than <laughs> it, is. it is just to walk a little bit slower. I think they did it purposely, though, the speed of it to kind of build atmosphere and and. That's what like, the developer said. Yeah. About oh, it. okay. Yeah. So they they were, and I got that, but at the same time, they probably could have picked it up a little bit because right. that was a little frustrating at times. Yeah, especially starting off before you knew what you, we were supposed to do. Yeah, like if you'd been able to explore that area, you probably would have found out that you were just supposed to follow well, the light a little sooner, right? It's frustrating too because when you're moving so slow, and then you realize like you're exploring for absolutely no reason, and you're just backtracking. Yeah, it's frustrating, right? Because you didn't get anything accomplished, and now you have to walk super slow back to what you were doing, right? Um, so. The the word on the street is that they didn't even want to include the sprint button at first, uh, but they decided to do it based on the testers' advice. But uh, it was too late for them to put it in like any sort of tutorial part of the game, so they just <laughs> put it in the digital manual, which nobody reads, and a lot of people didn't even know there was a sprint button. Well, it shows yeah. you the controls at the beginning, and the sprint button is not part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it some, was too. It was by the time they had decided to put it in, it was too late for them. I to find get that it, hard so. to believe that they couldn't have added a piece of text to that screen. They didn't. Well, part of the problem was they didn't want to add it because of what you guys were just describing. They wanted people to take their time and explore the atmosphere. But I think it has to go one way or the other. Either uh, let people go really fast if they want to through your game, or give them enough to look at. And like you said, don't let them. Don't make it so you have to like backtrack. Yeah, some people said, too, like, because, you know, everyone's like, well, why don't you just push all the buttons and see what everything did? But a lot of people said that... You have to hold it. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it takes a while for, you know, for for lack of a better term, for it to spool up for your guy to get going. So if you're just pressing the button, like, you're not going to know that that sprints unless you're holding it down while you're moving. on another podcast it takes seven seconds. Yeah. Like, that's a long time. Yeah. And you that's don't not even notice it. That's not something you're going to figure out on your own. You Absolutely know, To hold it not. down for seven seconds or whatever. No, it sounds like not a lot of time, but when you're playing a video game, seven seconds is a long that's time a to hold a button down to see if it'll sprint. Yeah, absolutely. When when most games just come equipped with that. Yep. Totally. Um, and, and like I said, I see where they were going with that, but at the same time, like if you want me to walk around and explore shit, you should probably have something for me to see yeah. other than pretty pictures yeah i mean when, when i was watching you play like i was surprised that there weren't like journal entries that you could read yeah. with with you know build up to whatever whatever the event was exactly i wanted to ask you is it the rapture like biblical rapture is that what what the what happens i think in the that's game? a big spoiler i haven't the foggiest why fucking is, idea what the story's a, about why man? is that a spoiler because i thought the game was about discovering what happened well rapture i mean that's a the biblical rapture thing. is a, bi- a biblical thing yeah that's not a spoiler no, i know but I, I thought the game was about figuring out like if it was a biblical rapture or if it was some other kind of thing. I don't know. That's what I'm well, asking. Well, lucky for you, I can't explain it either way. <laughs> Even after okay. you beat it, right? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Okay. I was confused so, as all shit. Okay. So I have a question then, because uh, a lot of the favorable reviews were of the kind of the same thing you said, is that I'm not sure what was going on. I, I think I know, but like I like it still. What is it that you liked it? Just the idea of like investigating and discovering little things here and there? Um, yeah, I guess the things I like was that after I figured out just to follow the light, I kind of got into the story, and I did really want to know what happened. And like, there's a few of the characters, I don't know if I got attached to them, but I definitely wanted to know like what happened with them yeah. and what was going on with their situation. It's a spoiler if I say it, so I don't want to, but... um. 
yeah, there was just some situations going on between characters that I kind of got into, and I really wanted to know what happened in the world. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of like fan theories and stuff already floating around. I looked what, one up what exactly real quick. What happened? I looked up uh, an explanation after I was done real quick, and it still didn't really clear too much up for me. I'll probably yeah. look at some more. Um, that was basically it, though, Corey. Uh, was just seeing what happened, and I was I was kind of into the characters. Is it, does yeah. the end, does the ending pay off, or did you feel like <laughs> no, no? <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck went on. Okay, I was just so confused. Like it, it's it's cool, yeah, but it maybe it's just me, and I I just couldn't figure out what was going on. Right, like what the what the rapture was or why it happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it wasn't super clear to me. Right, I don't know. But okay. at the same token, like if you have an extra three, four hours, I wouldn't buy this game for twenty bucks. I was going to ask you, would you recommend it? No, for twenty, not bucks? for twenty bucks. Okay. If you catch it on sale for like five bucks at some point, that's probably worth a pickup. Mm-hmm. I rarely pre-order digital games, and I pre-ordered this one because I was excited for it. I paid sixteen bucks for it, and I'm I'm fairly disappointed with that. Okay, uh, but yeah, I wouldn't pay more than five bucks for this game. Um, it's beautiful, great soundtrack. I actually took quite a few pictures along the way. Um, my favorite one being, uh, I was walking along a road, and you know how they put, like, slow? They write slow on the road? Mm-hmm. I just thought it was appropriate, so I took a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have that be the, be the game's poster image. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, if I had known, Eric, I would have had you send me that image, and I would have put it in the episode graphic. Yeah, no, I just took it uh, as I was finishing the game up. Yeah, someone uh, I read, someone posted on a message board that uh, the game was a giant uh, screenshot simulator. Like, they would just take screenshots yeah. for, for backgrounds on their computer. And I totally and see they, that. Uh, that's yeah. what they were going to use it for. That's Totally understand that. I mean, if you're into, like, a real story but kind of a confusing story, I did not cry at the end of it, but I did get goosebumps a few times. Okay. Uh, Johnny asked in the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, The just like the the kind of build up in the story, and th- there's three characters that I was really interested in. Um, the kind of build up to what was going on with them, it, uh, coupled with the, the great soundtrack. Right. It gave me goosebumps a few times, and like the just the like lighting and atmosphere that set up at certain points was really good, mm-hmm. really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That's what sort of did it for me for uh, Dear Esther, this okay. developer's previous game. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I forgot they did that. Yeah, like you said, it was sort of the eeriness that pushed me along. It was a little bit spooky, and the yeah. music played a good role in like immersing you in the environment. Like you'd, there'd be a point where you'd walk through a cave, and and, and then you'd like go out on a field, and that it was like, like you said, it's it's like a, it's almost like a visual poem that you kind of yeah. play through. Yeah, exactly. It's very artistic i don't know i'm searching for words here but they're hard to describe unless you've actually played one and i think these games really need that and gone home obviously comes up a lot in in conversations about these kind of games but like to me i prefer the the more abstract experience to an experience like gone home Mm -hmm. um so i think i would i would like this game i think you should play it at some point Corey. at the same time though like you said, like twenty bucks. Ugh. I oh, think I paid like three dollars and fifty cents for Dear Esther. It was like a yeah. Steam summer sale a year house. after it came out. I told you. To so, start. hey, Will's oh. here. Hey, Will. Hi. We're in the middle of the main segment right now. 
Come on um, and have a seat. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so, no, no I totally understand what you're saying, Corey, and I think you might enjoy this one. If you, Yeah, just kind of sit back and hold the stick forward towards the light and yeah. don't explore anything else because there's nothing else to see. Then you're, you, you'll enjoy it if you're into, like, a eerie feeling with, like, some interesting characters and really good soundtrack and scenery. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask you this, though, and, and I know this isn't, like, a popular thing to talk about, but... Do you feel like you'd enjoy this more if you were just sitting back and watching it? Yeah. Probably. That's how I, I felt about, like, Dear Esther and, and even Gone Home to a certain extent. Yeah, I didn't need to be holding Ra- a controller I was going to say, rather, rather than doing the – not that it's a lot of work, but you're still, you know – like, to me, when you're sitting down and playing a video game, you're playing a video game, you know, yeah. like – I, At I, no I, point did I feel like I was playing right, a game. Right, exactly. And you had talked about uh, wanting to play a Telltale game with, with your fiancé. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a better choice, too, because there's yeah. actually, like, things that are going on in those in those games, you know? like I like described to her story. afterwards, like, what those are, yeah. and she said she's, she seemed pretty open to that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that would probably be a lot better, because she was, like, really bored. Yeah. And I told her today, I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and play through that game. And she goes, oh, my God, you're going to want to kill yourself by the end of it. <laughs> I'm glad you actually, like, started to like it, though, and get, got into yeah. the story towards the end. Yeah, it was That's decent. Def- definitely not worth 20 bucks. So. Right. Wait until it's on sale on, like, a PSN flash sale yeah. or, you know, uh, what's it, Black Friday sale or mm-hmm. something like that for 5 bucks. One of the things I wanted to bring up, too, and this is one of the things, like, where, where we differ from someone like a, like a GameSpot, who I think they gave it a 9 or 9.5. They've got super good reviews. Yeah, which, I mean, that's fine, but, like, like we're, we're different in that we don't play games for a living. Like, yeah. we do it in our spare time, uh, where, you know, a game like that, something that's different than what you're used to playing, that might... Uh, appeal more to someone who reviews games for a living, don't you think? As opposed yeah. to someone like us who we play games when we can, we spend our own earned money on our games, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I could see where where there there would be a difference there, you know? Yeah, there would be. But at the same time, I don't, I have honestly no idea how somebody gave this game a nine. Nine, or nine, nine and a half. I no think GameSpot fucking gave idea. it a nine and a half. That's, I actually wanted to say something about that. But I can't. I just cannot, for the life of me, see how somebody could think this game was like that good. Yeah, I gave it a two star rating on like the PSN shop or whatever. Like, right. I even kind of liked it towards the end, but it, it it's just like they could have at least put like posters on the walls that somehow tied in. <laughs> they could have. It's not even about that. They're like, yeah. I don't care about that. But if they could have right, put yeah. like. There's books all over the damn place. There's posters and shit, but they could have varied them more and, like, given clues as to what yeah. went on. Well, just... when I think of it like a mystery, because you're essentially kind of trying to solve the mystery of what happened, right? Like, yeah. I, I think of investigating clues and stuff. Like I said, yeah. uh, have journal entries or, or stuff like that. Like, different things than just going from one place to the other, listening to an audio log, you know? If they had tied the two in together, it would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly. That would have been great. There just yeah. was nothing extra, no meat. Or, or I guess there was the meat, but there was no uh, salad or, yeah. or no mozzarella stick appetizer before. No side dishes. Yeah, no side. So it was, I don't know. Do not I'm recommend for 20 bucks. I'm with you 100%, Eric. And and to me, the most offensive thing with, with the favorable reviews is that the co- I only read a couple, granted. But they both kind of said the same thing. Like, I'm not really sure what was going on, but I'm going to give this game a nine. Yeah. And it's like, well, isn't it about, like, the, like what's happening? Isn't that what this game is about? Like, otherwise, you are just playing a walking simulator. Absolutely. Like, how can you give that game such a high score if you weren't even 
You are totally literally sure walking from point to point, listening to like stories and memories from people. That yeah. that's it. I don't see how that's that's a nine. Like, and it's so like just fucking muddled. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can be interested into it and into it, but like, is that enough? I mean, no. I don't think so. I mean, there, the, it doesn't have any gameplay. So to me, like, that's it's not real. It's not a video game. No. The more the more I thought about, it, I was just like baffled yeah that that people gave it such high reviews yeah i don't know what are you what are you scoring it as what scale are you using to score this game (laughs) is what i want to know oh god i don't know the the eight to ten scale yeah that that's what they're using not me if i was scoring out this is an art game it has to be on the eight to ten scale yeah i don't get that otherwise i seem ignorant and that's such bullshit because like we're into art games yeah you know at least a couple of us are pretty into that stuff, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm all you know. I like playing something that's different. It sure, nonviolent, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, like, but... uh, what was the one game at E3 that EA's making that we were all pretty excited about? Unraveled. Unraveled. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of artsy and different. That's yeah. one of the games we were really excited about. Like, yeah, we're not against that kind of game here, yeah. but in, when in there's there no means that video games that can tell a very interesting story. And still be a video game. Look at games like Journey, Journey or yeah. Limbo oh. or Braid. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Rapture couldn't hold Journey's jockstrap. <laughs> yeah. Ever. And anybody that says different is nobody I want to ever talk to. Yeah. That's it, though. Okay. Wait till, <laughs> wait till it's five bucks. Like, it was okay. Gotcha. Really nice to look at, though. Yeah. And here. If you can buy the soundtrack, uh, that would that, be worth that's purchase. worth more of a purchase than the game is. Okay. Very nice. You know, it'd right. be fun to do if, like, the developer of this game released a curated video of, like, them playing through the game in the way they wanted it to be experienced. Because I would sit back and watch that whole thing in one yeah. sitting. I mean, someone, once again, I bring up message boards because I read a lot of comments just, you know, to get a feel for what people were thinking about this game. And someone said, well, I'm not going to spend the 20 bucks on it. I'm just going to watch a Let's Play on YouTube. And, sure. You know, like you, you know said, what? three, four hours, done. Based on what I'm hearing, I would even pay money to watch a Let's Play for this. I would pay, like, four or five bucks. Yeah. Just to experience it, you know? I don't feel like I need to play it. I just want to experience it. It'd be worth paying four bucks to watch it. Yeah. Sure. You just stumbled on an an idea, Corey. (laughs) Like the next Thumbstick Athletes venture. Doing Let's let's Plays of of art games for a couple bucks. (laughs) Add it to the list. (laughs) Uh, okay, that's all of our thoughts, right? Yeah, that's it. One more, one more question, Eric. Do you want your Let's Play video exported to YouTube? What? Otherwise, it'll it'll be gone forever in like six days. My it's Let's Play video? Yeah, you're you playing recording from your stream. Was that saved on there? Yeah, it saves on our Twitch channel Twitch. automatically. Oh, I didn't it, know that. It'll be deleted in a few days unless you want me to export it to YouTube, in which case I will. We can talk and, about that off air. And then it'll live there permanently. Group decision. Okay. All right. Uh, do we want to get right into nibble bits? Might as well, right? Yeah. Will you prepared? No, my phone died at work. <laughs> oh, okay. That explains everything. That sucks. Do you remember what you were supposed to talk about? No. Nope. Uh, Twenty-two fifty. Will <laughs> for show notes. I have a lot to complain about. But... Uh, okay. I can go if you want, dude. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see. A couple of heroes of the storm nibble bits. StarCraft's Medic is coming to the game, so another support, which is good. 
Uh, I didn't realize that, I, what is it going to be next Tuesday, Will, that the Monk comes out? Yeah. That's the first time in like a year that a new support has come out? That's crazy. Sad. Yeah. Uh, so good to see that they're going to stick stick with the support bandwagon, bring in a, a StarCraft medic, which sounds like that's just going to be a straight up healer, healer. which is nice. Um, some more changes that are going to be coming to the game. One that I'm really excited about is if they release bundles that you have parts of already, they're going to give you a discounted price. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and people that have bought bundles in the past that had things that they already own, you're going to get reimbursed with, uh, is it real money or gold? <coughs> I'm not sure. I want to say you're going to get gold in the game for that's it. That's how I that's feel. That's fair, too. though. That's fair, yeah. too. Um, they're also getting rid of Team League because they don't think that people can get the same five people together enough, which is pretty right on from mm-hmm. my experience. We haven't even played a game. Exactly. Um, so what they're going to do is a new ranked mode uh, where they're going to have separate queues for teams of one to four players and separate queues for, for teams of a full five mm. uh, to make it a little bit more fair. Um, additionally, players are going to have 20 to 25 placement matches before being assigned a rank now. So, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. I expect to be ranked at the bottom. Yep. After my <laughs> performance this afternoon. <laughs> um, yeah, just so just some changes coming to Heroes of Storm. I'm pretty good with all those. I got no issue. Mm-hmm. Same here. And my last one, I don't know how to pronounce it, but the best gun in Destiny is on sale from Zur this weekend uh, for 17 strange coins. It is a rocket launcher. It looks like it's pronounced Jalhorn. Jollerhorn, mm-hmm. something along those lines. It looks really cool. Never used it, but it prompted me to boot Destiny up today, which I will talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But bad news is, I guess the gun's getting nerfed soon. Oh, of which course. is That's why they're selling it to everyone. They're they're trying to sque- squeeze your strange coins out of you. Yeah. So, what? That's not right. Well, Corey, the Taken King is coming out soon, and they're probably going to be releasing new stuff. I mean, I get it from from their perspective, but that's messed up. Well, is it not? Am I alone in thinking? I guess that? it's not messed up because everybody knows it's getting nerfed. So if you buy it, it's your own fault. Just don't buy it. That's fair. I, I, I mean, I guess I'm not into Destiny enough to know that everybody knows that. But I would be if I didn't know that. I'd be very upset. Oh sure, if I didn't know, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do your homework. But, uh, yeah, uh, Tito in the chat says it's pronounced Yallerhorn. Yallerhorn. Okay. So. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Crusader Kings and Europa Universalist developer Paradox Development Studios has announced a new IP. It's a sci-fi grand strategy title called Stellaris. The Space 4X title will feature thousands of different uh, procedurally generated plants to explore, numerous alien species to play as and interact with, each with their own traits, backstories, and engineering aesthetic. Like with, with their other titles, Paradox is fo- focusing on emergent gameplay, which they hope stems from exploration and diplomacy. So I'm on board for that. Love my Paradox games. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> so that'll that'll be a buy for me. I, I kind of like that the Space 4X genre is coming back, too. Uh, they're doing the new Master of Orion, and there's a few, been a few other Space 4X games. I like that, are, that too. That are uh, floating around, so excited for that. Uh, Wildstar has launched their free-to-play closed beta that current subscribers can uh, already access. Non-subscribers can sign up for uh, an invite to the non an invite to the closed beta on Wildstar's official website. New features for the free-to-play version include the Alpha Sanctum, which is a new instance that brings players into Wildstar's world storyline much earlier 
in the game than ever before. Madam Phase Fortunes, which is a randomized reward system that can turn a tiny investment into big, big shinies. New character introduction. The character creation system has been updated, and players can choose where they wish to start in Wildstar based on their past experience with MMO games. And then a loyalty program. Players who have invested money into the game, either through subscription payments, redeeming in-game cred, C-R-E-D-D, uh, or purchasing MTX items will now earn points in Wildstar's loyalty program. Points can be used to access additional gear, I- gear items, pets, mounts, and <laughs> so. I will hopefully be able to play Wildstar again once it co- goes free to play. But then again, Guild Wars 2 has been calling my name again, so <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen I with thought that. about I thought about playing some World of Warcraft with Will. Did you? I thought about it too. Yeah. Anytime I see Blizzard now, I'm like, I should play that game. Yeah. Yep. I was listening. I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking about like lore from World of Warcraft, and I was like, being somebody who plays a lot of Hearthstone and stuff, I <laughs> see all these heroes, but I don't know what they're all about. Yeah, and I guess that's a good way to figure out what they're about. It's great marketing from them, man. I've been oh, like just yeah. tie everything together. It's brilliant. Well, I'll be talking about that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Pandora's Tower, a cult hit action RPG for the Wii, is now available in Nintendo eShop for 20 bucks. Physical copies can still be found on Amazon for 30 bucks, at least for the time being. It's one of those rare games, so once they sell out of those, you'll be spending 80 to 90 dollars on physical copies of the game. So it's one I have on my wish list, so I was excited to see that come to the eShop. At some point, I'll buy it. And then my lot. No, next to last nibble bit. One of the most important important Skyrim mods available uh, on Steam now, uh, and gateway to many of the better Skyrim mods out there. Skyrim Script Extender, or SKSE as it's called, is now available on Steam. It's not through the workshop like most mods are. It's at an actual in the actual store, which I thought was kind of weird, but I searched for it and it's there. Uh, SKSE is, of course, the mod that enables one of the best mods, in my opinion, the Sky UI, which completely overhauls the menus and inventory system, which, after playing with Sky UI installed, I don't know how I ever played it without it installed, you know? It needed it. Oh, my God, yeah. Makes it so much better. Yep. It's not even close. So That was one of my biggest complaints yeah. with Skyrim. Met, was my first playthrough. As a, as a Magic user... The inventory was in 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 user interface was so cumbersome. Yeah, definitely. And then my last note bit: Fallout Shelter is now available on Android along with some updates. Death claws and mole rats now attack your shelter, and it introduces the Mister Handy robots that can collect your resources automatically for you while you're away, as well as defend against invasions and explore the wastelands. So, I'll talk a little bit about that one. Talk about what I played. Corey, what do you got? I have uh, quite a few, as usual. Sorry, I don't know. I see stuff and I get excited. No, I want to talk about it. So, uh, Nintendo fired one of its employees for his appearance on a little gaming podcast, not unlike our own. In fact, this podcast that the Nintendo employee appeared on had no iTunes reviews. Really? Yeah. Wow. But anyway, uh, he was a localization editor. His name was Chris Pranger. And this was on the August 3rd episode of the podcast called Part-Time Gamers. So, I actually, uh, I, I, I went back and listened to the whole episode. It was about an hour-long episode. And um, this Chris Pranger guy, he actually seems really smart and he was very articulate and seemed passionate about what he did and passionate about Nintendo. Uh, but because of, of his appearance on the podcast, they had to let him go. 
Uh, here's a quote from his Facebook. He said, I spent the last week in a miserable place once the podcast began getting coverage. I was instantly scared when a coworker poked me and said, hey, you're on Go Nintendo. Suddenly, article after article began appearing on game sites of all languages. Comment sections painted me as an idiot and the like. My Twitter started giving me hourly, hourly reminders from people meaning well and otherwise. It seemed unthinkable that I'd be let go for a single moment of poor judgment and my own misunderstandings, but here we are. Um... A lot of the coverage of this story that I read, like the journalists didn't bother to go back and actually listen to the episode. And they speculated that Nintendo let him, they just read transcriptions on like Reddit or NeoGAF or whatever. And they all speculated that he was let go because of his comments he made about like stupid gamers. Um, but I sort of disagree having listened to it. I think the reason they let him go was the comments he made about people like Sakurai and Miyamoto. Who like you don't you don't talk about your corporate boss on a like a little gaming podcast, especially when they're like essentially celebrities. Yeah, because um, he talked about Sakurai um, and the way he like handled Smash Brothers and all that stuff, and he told an anecdote about his boss playing Smash Brothers with Sakurai and beating Sakurai with Ness. So in Brawl, Ness was nerfed. Like, that's not something I'd share on a podcast. No. You know? And there was, Whether... most of the people are like, oh, he shouldn't have been fired for that. But there's a few people that are like, if you do that with any, if you work for a company that plays anything close to the vest and you spill any kind of secrets, like, yeah. you're going to get fired. That's just what yep. happens. And he talked about Miyamoto's complete control. Like, they're trying to come up with a name for uh, New Super Mario World 3D. And he told the story of how Miyamoto had that title in mind and everybody knew that was going to be the title. But they went, they had a whole meeting about what the title was going to be anyway. As a localization editor, this is something you would do. Mm -hmm. um, but like all along they knew because that's what Miyamoto wanted and Miyamoto get, gets what he wants. I'm paraphrasing, but that was essentially the story that he told. And I'm like, that's not what you want to talk about. I thought he was really smart and articulate about a lot of the things that he said. Um, and it was really interesting. I do recommend you go back and, and listen to it. Cause like you said, Dan, Nintendo does play everything really close to the vest. Yeah. And he talked about a lot of stuff that was, uh, that was really interesting. He worked on, uh, la, 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 Zelda link between worlds, animal crossing, Hyrule warriors. He worked oh. on all those games as a localization editor and talked about the process. He, he talked about how it's not localization isn't just translating something it's translating something not just japanese to english but culturally yeah yeah and he talked about uh like a race joke that wor would work in japan but in the united states and and you know like for a western audience a race joke doesn't really fly right so they had to, I don't know. It, it was really interesting. I do recommend you go back and, and listen to it. But huh. uh, he has been axed. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. He talks, uh, another quote he, he put on his Facebook. I look around my house and see images of my son and feel such intense shame and crippling sadness. I know if I, that if I can't find a job at least as good as this one, I won't be able to provide for my family. I've lost them their health coverage and their security. I also know that I've probably lost a good deal of my friends just because I know how hard it can be to stay in touch with someone when the convenience of proximity is lost. I'm so sorry to everyone. I failed you. You believed in me and supported me and trusted me, and I failed you. I failed me. Huh. That's sad. That's pretty depressing. And uh, Nintendo's comment to Kotaku was, we have no comment on this topic other than to wish Chris the best in his future endeavors. Yeah. 
I don't know. I was fascinated by the whole thing. That's why I yeah. went into it a little bit. But I bet you that episode has quite a few downloads too. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> what if it's all a big publicity stunt for this podcast? Yeah, the guy yeah. wanted to quit anyway. He's like, I yeah. might as well just spill some spill some beans and help be. out some friends. I, I honestly don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, it. I don't know. But like I said, he seemed he seemed smart and and he was very well spoken and very interesting to listen to. So I think I think he'll be all right. Yeah. Despite what he says on his Facebook. Mm-hmm. Moving along, EA removed Patrick Kane from the NHL 16 cover in addition to all promotional activities surrounding the game. Uh, these are after his allegations of rape, mm-hmm. which is sort of uh, an ongoing investigation. We don't really know too much at this point, but uh, I did read a couple. No, I shouldn't say a couple. I did read one. It was I don't know. I can't remember the website, but some blogger. Yeah, we have the poster of Patrick Kane <laughs> should, on. Uh, we should probably pull it down. <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty, in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I did read. Uh, I can't remember the name of the website. I should have written it down. But this person said that this is something that Patrick Kane has been getting away with for a very long time, and it's it's. I'm glad to see it's finally time for him to get what's coming see, to him. Cosby Jr.? Is that what he's insinuating? I don't know. Total speculation. I know nothing about it. I'm just stating what I saw. Wow. So maybe uh, maybe there's something to it. Who you, knows? You would imagine as a pro hockey player you wouldn't have to go that route. That's what I was well, thinking. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, who knows? But it's going to be the type of thing where they'll come up with some sort of settlement. Oh, yeah. Out of court. Not an admission of guilt, just yep. here's a bunch of money to make this go away, and that'll be the end of it. That's she my guess. She is a millionaire. Yes. Yep. Good for her. Her and her family will be taken care of. Yeah. And Not if good it for hap- her. That's well, horrible to say, but. Well, yeah. I guess it depends which way you look at it. Right. But anyway. Mm. It's just John, John, John Tay is on the cover now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wholesome. Yeah. Wholesome JT. Good Canadian boy. Canadian probably farm boy. That's usually what yeah. they are. Yeah. The hockey players. So you get from a guy coming out of Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen? Chicago will cut him. Buffalo will sign him because they like to do that. Yes. <laughs> that would I've, be awesome. I've always said about my favorite sports teams, I don't care if they sign guys with poor character because I don't give a shit what they do off the field. I only care about what they do on the field. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of the sport, not of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that makes me a bad guy, but so be it. doesn't make you a bad guy. I know it doesn't. He's got, he's got three cups. Yeah, I think he's good. He's fine. Um, my favorite game of last year is getting a sequel. Divinity Original Sin 2 was announced. Uh, there will be a Kickstarter starting August 26th. No details until that point. Uh, Larian Studios, the developers said that the community involvement was crucial to the success of one, which is why they're doing a Kickstarter for two, because it's the best way to get the community involved, which I don't know if I necessarily buy. I think they made quite a bit of money off one. I don't think they need to do a Kickstarter. Um, and they can get the community involved without doing a Kickstarter if that's what they really felt. But that's how I was. Going I don't to, like this yeah. Kickstarter. This road. It's it's. I mean, it's just another way to to offload the risk to to the consumer, which I'm fine with. I mean, okay, if people want to want to want to pay for that, then fine. I'm not gonna. But 
Yeah, actually, I probably will for this game. What am I saying? <laughs> yeah, I really like the first. You're gonna one. back it? Maybe it depends on the options. I'll, I'd probably back it to the point where whatever the cost is that gets me a digital copy right. or whatever, right. twenty bucks or whatever it happens to be. I don't know. But yeah, that sounded like a convenient excuse to me. Yeah. But whatever. So we were talking about Blizzard earlier and how much money they made. There was a research group, Superdata, released a bunch of information about Blizzard Activision. Apparently, Hearthstone makes $20 million a month. Just Hearthstone. God, that's disgusting. Wow. $20 million. They I feel said like I've had... almost given them that in the past Blizzard... few months in Heroes. <laughs> Blizzard Activision has had uh, $1 billion revenue different points i guess which is a ton of money uh that hearthstone 20 million a month is more than dota 2 makes they were last clocked at 18 million a month Hmm. just one game hearthstone you know what though bless them they put out a quality product yeah so and that's really what matters you know is that they like even though i may not love it but I see the appeal of it, and sure. pe- people absolutely love it. There. It's it's available on phones, everything. tablets, yeah, everything. <laughs> like, and they said uh, a lot of the people conveniences second to none. Speculated about the the importance of of getting the game on on phones, yeah. But uh, according to this report, the monthly revenue increased thirty one percent after the game came to smartphones. Of course it did. Yeah. So there's That's that. Crazy. That's just Hearthstone. $20 million. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I wonder how much money Heroes brings in. Probably quite a bit. Hopefully. I would imagine. Yeah. Would... Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean think about not... it. Just people people like us. Like, we don't make a lot of money. Yeah. But we, I, every week, I buy a stim pack. That's four bucks a week they're getting out of me right there. Mm-hmm. At least without character skins and stuff. That's on top of if there's a character on sale that I don't have, I buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, think two years ago we were talking about like Blizzard sort of panicking because the World of Warcraft subscriber base was really taking a nosedive. But I mean, it's so funny like what can happen in that little span of time, and now they're just raking in more money. And they got Overwatch like, coming out. Yeah, sure. Which is another, World of Warcraft be the could same die thing. tomorrow, and they'd be totally fine. Oh yeah. And I'm so excited for the Overwatch characters to come to Heroes. That'll too. be cool. Oh, That'll God, be cool. I love the integration. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, they haven't even That's come out yet, and I've got a boner. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to Overwatch. As much as I hate to admit that, I really am. Just embrace it, Dan. I know. Join us. For for a while there, I thought I was becoming a Blizzard fan. <laughs> Join the Blizzard. Because I was playing Heroes of the Storm and uh, Hearthstone at the same exact time. But we got to get you back. You don't got that. time for both of those games. No. It's one or the other. Go ahead, Join Claire. me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy XV is getting a simultaneous worldwide release. Apparently, this is the first time they've done that with a main Final Fantasy title, standalone Final Fantasy title. This is uh, Gamescom News. They also talked a, a little bit about what's taking so long, and they blamed a lot of it on localization. Um and that's why it hasn't come out in Japan, because they want to do this worldwide release, and, and the localization of the game is taking a very long time. The director of the game, Hajime Tabata, told GameSpot, quote, 
This may be something that we are a little bit embarrassed to talk about, but really this is the first time that we've done a package standalone Final Fantasy game with a simultaneous global launch, so we didn't have the setup to deal with that, really. That's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. That makes me feel more important because it's coming here at the same time. It's yeah, I'm excited for that game. Yeah, it looks neat. Really excited. It does, does look neat. When's Type-0 come out? Next week? Yeah. Yeah. T- or PC? T- Tuesday or Wednesday? Who's yeah, buying that? I already bought it. Oh, nice. I thought it was the 14th, which would be today. No, it's the 18th. Oh, okay. Anyway, here's one. This one this, is, this one will get you. Cross-buy between Xbox One and PC works for DLC only. Yes. What the <laughs> that, fuck? That doesn't make any sense. I can imagine they'll fix that. Well, according to an Emma, uh, Microsoft spokesperson... Quote, cross-buy for games like Fable Legends and Gigantic refers to in-game purchases and downloadable content that can be accessed whether you are playing on Xbox One or Windows 10. As we bring more titles to Windows 10 and Xbox One and enable rich cross-device scenarios, we will continue to listen to our fans and evaluate what's best for each individual game. Stupid. What the They'll hell? change that. People yeah, I'm will sure. bitch. I'm sure that's going to change. I can't, because I, like, you know, I think of... Uh, like when Gears of War comes out, um, and that's cross buy, like you're not gonna want to buy it on both, you know? No. I and, guess the good thing is that you can it, just stream it. It makes sense. Well, yeah, that's true. It makes sense too that uh, that the DLC that you buy, you can play both on your Xbox One or PC. That makes sense. Right. But yeah, I can't see that being a thing for very long. It's like I don't know. It's it's this and and the whole like no Steam games in the the Xbox app on Windows 10. Yeah. All this like they say all the good parts and then we're finding out about all these bad parts as we go along and it's I don't know. It's a little bit sad. I hope you guys are right that that change happens sooner rather than later and that cross buy is for games and not DLC. But who knows? I think you have to embrace Steam at this point. You know, like uh, the Microsoft is way too late to the game and they don't have the like, at least with uh, EA, they have a lot of, you know, they have some heavy hitters on there. So, you know, you have to get your battlefield through that or, uh, you know, any any Star Wars games now you have to get through through uh, Origin. But I don't, Microsoft doesn't have that for for PCs. You know, it's really too late for them to have their own separate storefront in addition to Steam. But why 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 embrace Origin and Galaxy and not Steam? What do you mean? No, I'm saying that or Origin that they're you know they're one thing. Like they can ha- they can be there in addition to Steam. I don't think Microsoft can have its own ecosystem in addition to Steam. You know? Oh no no yeah I totally agree with you. I'm just asking like in in from Microsoft's perspective why would you include oh Origin and GOG Galaxy but not and Steam not Steam yeah I don't like know. what I don't. That makes no sense. It might be a Steam, a Valve thing, a Steam thing. Probably. You know? probably. By the so. way, just quickly, I tried to stream uh, my Xbox One to my PC. My internet's too shitty. Oh, mm. okay. Wouldn't let me. It's probably got to be wired. Yeah, it's a trying to running a wire, yeah. but I don't want to do that. Yeah. So. I gotcha. Yep. Stupid. You know, do you guys have a Time Warner router? Is your router from Time Warner? No. no. These things are awful. Yeah, no. The That's why I have... I had to disable it. I had to, I had to jump through hoops to fix that because they they give like they for the good internet they give you a free wireless router, but the yeah. range is terrible. I don't even think it's a dual band router. 
So I bought uh, my own. Absolutely and you, not. You, you have to <laughs> you have to disable uh, the wireless features on that to be able to run your wireless router from it, which took Jeez. me I don't know like an hour probably to figure that out. But if you if you look on the internet, you'll find a process to do it. I was just gonna get a new router. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you have to disable the wireless features on your router, which you have to go into the firmware for. Can't I just plug the internet into my new router and unplug this one? Oh, you have a separate router? It's not a modem router both? See, I have a modem and a router. Yeah, oh, see, that's yeah. how mine yeah, is, Yeah, I guess too. it is. You're right. Yeah, so you disable the wireless features on your modem slash router. To attach I mean, I guess I could router. call Time Warner and be like, I don't want a router anymore. Uh, I told like, them that. They phone. asked me if I wanted free wireless. I was like, no, but they just gave me the, the modem for it anyway. That's so stupid. They, they suck. I know oh, they do. So we've been in the chat talking about shitty Time Warner. <laughs> yeah, because... Was it last night? It was last night. Uh, the internet went out. Here I literally and... went upstairs to play Heroes, yeah. and the internet shit out. I was fucking pissed. And Eric texted me because I was—I don't know—I was screwing around on my computer. I don't even—I don't—I don't know what I was doing. It doesn't matter. But um, yeah, Eric texted <laughs> me. I was like, "My internet's out too." Because I mean, he lo- no, I was not watching porn. Dan had <laughs> wiener in hand. My 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 kids weren't <laughs> in bed yet, so no, I wasn't watching porn yet. <laughs> that was later. Getting um, his jollies. So, yeah, Eric texts me, and I was like, yeah, my internet's out, too. And then I texted one of my friends, who uh, one of my other friends who lives, like, kind of near us, too, but his internet never went out. Oh. It was just on our street Weird. for some reason. Thank goodness it was fairly quick. Yeah, it was 10 minutes, maybe. Because I was livid. I immediately ran downstairs and unplugged the modem and the router to try to do the power oh, cycle Oh, I did thing it three and, times, Dan, yeah. before I texted you. Didn't uh, work. So I was happy to hear it wasn't just me. Yeah. Because I was like, well, shit, now I need a new modem or router. Or you have to make the phone call, which is the absolute worst. It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare fucking place. But anyway. (laughs) Oh, tell me more about your bad internet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My last nibble bit is my human interest story for the week. Somebody beat Fallout 3 as the baby from the start of the game. Huh. It's pretty cool. There's a glitch early on, right after you put your stats in the little baby book. Your dad re-enters the room, and if you're quick, you can sneak out the door, shut it behind him, and then you got to steal the overseer's key, and then you can get out, and that's then a, you're a baby for the rest of the game. Really? <laughs> I've done that. Yep. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That is funny. Yeah. Apparently, there's some like weird physics things that happen, like enemies can't really see you because you're short. Yeah. I don't know. Because you're the same, you're just a little dude, but you use can all you, this. And uh, apparently it's very glitchy and stuff afterwards, but I, I don't know, I thought that was cool. Can you use weapons and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one thing I did want to say about Fallout is I did try, I downloaded it and installed it, and took I want to see if it ran on Windows 10 just default, and it did, it ran, ran fine. Oh, good. So. Good. Yeah. Well, Fallout 3 did, huh? Yeah. That's an Maybe improvement I'll... from 8, because I tried to run it on 8. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Scratching it, and it didn't. Same same thing with me. Yeah. Maybe I'll try it for a fifth time. Yeah. See if I can might, might actually. I've heard of people it not working, and I've heard of people it just firing right up and working. So Okay. But I, the, the main thing that you have to do to fix it is just download a patch for Games for Windows Live, um, which is pretty easy to do. So I could even send you a link if you wanted. Okay. If you can't get it running right off the bat. So, all right, that's it for nibble bits, right? That is it. All right, shall we get into our weeks? 
Yeah. All right. And then we'll take a break after that. Sounds good. Okay. Um, I'll go first. So this week, my my gaming has pretty much come to a screeching halt. Corey, where are you going? I wanted him to be on for this part. But anyway. What an idiot. um, I'll I'll skip that part for now. I got my new computer chair. Um, He's peeing, by the way. Okay. I got my new computer chair, which is amazing. It's nice to have, like, a big, comfortable chair to just, Mm. like envelop me when i'm gaming i gotta get one. Oh, it's so i'm gonna nice. wait till i move though okay yeah i don't blame you yeah um yeah because i mean you know one have, less thing well yeah I and mean, you don't have a lot of room in your in your uh computer room either right no. yeah uh it's amazing it's it, the because i talked about this, this chair was was my temporary chair um which only goes like when i'm leaning back only goes up to about my mid back so my entire upper half of my torso is like leaning off the back of the chair and this one like i can lean back in it and it leans back really far and the padding's all comfortable and it's it's made out of fake leather it's it's wonderful nice uh yeah i could i could even sleep in that chair that's how comfortable it is um sitting up huh huh sitting up well, I mean, lean back like this, you know, with my feet up because my, my computer desk is right next to the couch. So I, I lean back. I put my feet up on the arm of the couch. It's oh. so comfortable. Um, so there's that. We had to do our trip to Philadelphia on Wednesday uh, for my daughter's. My daughter's a patient at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia for a weird food allergy thing that she has. So we had to drive down there. We left here at 630 in the morning. Um, her appoint her appointment was at eleven thirty. We pulled in and parked at eleven fifteen. Uh, we were stuck in traffic right outside of Philly for like an hour, um, almost not moving or moving very slowly, which I always hate. You just feel like you're wasting so much time just sitting in the car, doing nothing. It's the worst. Yeah, uh, but it was it was the first like long trip we've taken in our new car, which was awesome. I got forty five miles of the gallon going Dang. down there. Yeah, wow. Only forty two coming back, but I think there's it's a little more uphill on the way back not that they're the distance is different but there's more gradual inclines as opposed to gradual right uh headed down so i only got 42 on the way back but yeah we got we got home at like i don't know what time 8 30 maybe finally uh most of that time was spent driving because after the after we went to the hospital there's a aquarium nearby so we wanted to take my son and daughter to the aquarium and man there was a lot of people in there so it was, oh it was boy awful um, I mean, the aquarium was cool and everything, but like their exhibits were so small, there was like you know, like a like a window into a, a tank or whatever that was like three or four feet wide, and there was like thousands of people just running around. And um, I, I'm kind of agoraphobic, so um, all the people just freaked me out. So, but I mean, I think the kids enjoyed it. So that sounds. What was awful. the coolest? What was the coolest fish you saw? Um, I don't know. The fish weren't weren't all that exciting. It, a lot of that was nothing I hadn't seen before. Uh, the coolest thing they they have two hippos. Oh yeah, uh, which was really awesome because the way they had the thing set up is like they have this place up here, you know, where they they hang out outside the water, and then like it gradually descends, and they have the the glass so you can see you know inside, and they're really like pretty graceful, like in the water floating around and stuff. Uh, so that was really cool uh, to see how huge those things were. So do they have manatee there? Don't believe so. I like manatees. Yeah, no manatees. Uh, they had Dolphin? some. Peng- they had some penguins. No, they had a shark tank. With a lot of sharks. My daughter really liked the sharks. So, but Corey, my gaming came to a screeching halt this week because I started watching Game of Thrones. Oh yeah! Finally, 
Um, start, yeah, you started to say that, but I got up and ran to pee. Yeah, well, I figured I would wait until you got back because you're the one I wanted to talk to about it. So yeah. H- HBO Now is is available on uh, iOS and Android now. I think it's even on Fire TV. You might want to look into oh, that if you want to well, watch. Oh, shit. I didn't know that, Dan. Yeah. Um, I was I was typing that to you when I was watching your stream, but I don't think a lot of what I was typing was going in. What's it called? HBO? HBO Now. Now. Uh, you get a free month, so I get 30 days of without having to pay. After that, it's $15 a month. Um, so I'm seven episodes in. I just started on Sunday, maybe, uh, and I absolutely love it so far. It's yeah. fantastic. How far are you? I want details. S- seven episodes. Um, I don't remember exactly what happened in the last one, but uh, Tyreen Lannister just got out of the Stark's custody with yeah. that with that duel at the beginning. Um, which was cool. Uh, I really, oh, you know, ha- oh, I don't know if that's spoilers to say in the first season, but, uh, the King, fine. the King just passed. Okay. Um, so that, you know, it's, it's the fight over who's going to take over the throne. Yeah. And, you know, Ned Stark brings the, the letter in front of the, the, the new King, uh, and that whole, the whole thing. I think that's what happened as the last episode I watched just ended. So I don't know what How happened much- after that. How much do you know about what's going to happen? I don't know anything about what's going to happen. I've I've purposely Nothing. I've purposely not read anything about it. I'll be it. in the same boat when I start watching. Yeah. Um Oh boy. I really hate Joffrey Lannister. Why now why do you say that? Because he's a little puke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that that part oh, this is too much fun. That part well I'm looking forward to when we can like get into it when I when I'm caught up and stuff. Yeah. I, I cuz I love it so much. It's it's like, like if Crusader Kings two was to be a TV show, that's what it would be. Which is yeah. why the Crusader Kings two Game of Thrones mod works so well because it's that it's it's the courtly intrigue, all that stuff. It's so good. Um, I really like Jon Snow. I like a lot of the Stark kids. I don't like Cersei though; she's kind of a brat. But the little Sir- one. Oh, okay. The little I really like the little the little Stark, the girl Arya. Arya, yeah, she's pretty cool. Uh, Jon Snow is really cool. Sansa is the other, the older one. Sansa, 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 Sansa. Yeah, no, she's not blonde. She's redhead. I'm gonna have a bastard of a time keeping everybody straight. Yeah, the names. I mean, like faces. I'm not having any trouble, but some of the names I'm I have a little bit of trouble with. But not on Fire TV yet. Okay, coming soon. Okay, then I'll then I'll get it. Yeah. But it's, Once it's, you get into uh, next season, probably or the season after, you'll start spending a lot of time on the wikis. Oh yeah. Because it is very things. cumbersome trying to figure out who's who and, and who they're fighting for. And... Okay. Yeah, but yes. I, I freaking love it. It's so good. Um, I was waiting for it to come on to Chromecast because they just added Chromecast support. But because my I was going to watch with my wife, but she didn't. She ended up not wanting to watch it because of the. It's pretty violent. Oh yeah. Uh, so she didn't really want to watch it because of that. So I'm like, okay, now I can really binge through it as fast as I can. But uh, maybe I'll it, get a Chromecast. It, it was if... a busy week. Yeah. Because they have tw- like twenty bucks. Uh, they have MLS them. on there also. Yeah, you can find them for like twenty bucks. Although you might need an Android device. I don't know if you can Chromecast from. Oh no, you, I'm sure you could. I'm sure Chromecast is in the iOS. I don't iOS. know how Chromecast works. Well, all you do is you go into the app and then you hit a little button, a Chromecast button on, on my thing. phone, on your phone or on your tablet. If you go on the YouTube app on your iPhone, it has the Chromecast oh. uh, button on it. But yeah. Dan, how long do you think it'll get you to take you to get caught up? Uh, I hope to have it done by the end of my free trial, which is the 8th it expires. So 
Nice. Yeah. If you have any questions, just ask away. I will. I will. I uh, loved. I love talking Game of Thrones. I like. Uh, I like Tyrion Lannister too. Sure. So far, uh, yeah. he seems. He, uh, he seems kind of shady, but he also at the same time like. I don't know. He seems to be more honest and open than the other Lannisters, you know? Yeah. Tywin. Ty- I thought it was Tyrion. Tyrion? Tyrion, yeah. Well, there's Tyrion and Tyrion. Yeah, they're the older it's Lannisters, Tyrion. right? Tywin Lannister's like the head of the family, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so good. Love it. Yeah, Tywin Tywin's the the head. Dad. Yeah. The dad. Yeah, the the <laughs> daddy. The part where he's skinning the elk or whatever, like that was gross. He's like skinning an elk when he's talking to um uh Jamie Lannister. How many seasons are there? 5. 5. Yeah. Uh each episode's about 55 minutes. There's yeah. ten, uh 10 episodes in the first season. <laughs> I was saying Tyrion. Tyrion's from Diablo. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why Will and I kept saying it. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, but so it's so good, so good. That, that, like, this is why I don't watch TV though, because when I like when I'm binging on a TV show, I can't. I, I don't want to play any video games because I want to know what's going on in the TV show. You know, like that's why I don't really watch things. Because I I played like maybe an hour or hour and a half of Valkyria Chronicles last <laughs> night. Um, just because I've been watching Game of Thrones, you know. Now you'll get my Game of Thrones references. Like yes. when they say, as, as boring as a sense a chapter. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that's that's that was my week. Will, what do you got? Well, Dan, not a whole lot. Um, I've got this mysterious cough going on right now. I swear to God, you're always sick. I'm Smoker, not, yeah. Smoker's cough. I'm not sick, though. Like, I've just been coughing, and I don't know why. You always it's, got something going on. Like, I've been trying to sleep at night, and I've been getting no sleep because I'll just cough through the night. You need to put down the smokes. It must be. <laughs> I don't know. It's Camels, what do you got? Virginia Slims? I don't know any cigarette yeah. brands. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It's been really bothering me. Mm-hmm. It's been keeping me up. I'm really tired right now. Just got out of work, so... That's why I was late and came in like a <laughs> loud mouth yelling. That's all right. <laughs> but uh, other than that, not a whole lot, really. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Oh, geez, my week. Um, I started back strictly on the vegan diet. Oh, yeah? Because I put all the weight back on. Uh, I've already lost five pounds. Nice. Uh, wow. Feel, feeling good about it. We started a new meal plan. Uh, that that uh, my fiance found. It's pretty cool. You just pay a monthly fee, and this this woman, she has this thing set up where like she picks out all your recipes for the week and makes your grocery list, and you just make everything. And mm-hmm. it, it it's worked out really nicely. And I've really liked all the food, so mm-hmm. it's better than the stuff that we've made okay. before, which is nice because yeah. a lot of it can be pretty flavorless mm-hmm. and bland. But uh, really liking it. Nice. So good. I f- feel good about it. Yeah. So. It's good to be back doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I got too too much else. Arsenal shit the bed in their first game. That was disappointing. Uh, the Bills play their first game tonight, preseason at uh, seven p.m. Nice. Oh, should mention uh, the the linebacker for the Jets that broke Geno Smith's jaw and was then caught got picked up by the Bills. So that was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Rex Ryan. Yeah, he's just that kind of guy. Uh, and I appreciate that about him. <laughs> He's like, we we got to have a guy like that on our team. Yeah. 
he said the Bills were going to be a bully this year. <laughs> Did you hear the story about that? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. From what I understand, Gino owes him 600 bucks, and like they got in an argument about it, and Gino like kind of put his hand in his face or something, and so he just broke Clocked his jaw. Mm. But they're better off, in my opinion, right? with Fitzpatrick. But anywho, um, that's it. I don't think I have too much else for my week. I'm still waiting to hear back about that job interview, by the way, uh, if anybody's wondering. Yeah. Still haven't heard. It's been a month and three more days. Oh, so. mm. They are always dragged their feet with this shit. But yeah. We'll see. Okay. Yep. Cool. What do you it's got like, for? It's like they don't, they don't care that it affects the rest of your life. Well, I it, they told me at the time of for all the management positions because uh, there's three stores opening they had 150 interviews, Oof. so it's a lot in a month I guess and you gotta yeah. sift through all that shit and they're doing interviews for other positions too so I, I mean I understand but yeah no you're right I I would like to know yeah but or at least an update like yeah we're still we're still going through applications yeah. we're still doing interviews <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah okay. What do you got, Corey? Uh, a couple things. I had a good-fashioned, old-school video gaming weekend that I haven't had in a very long time. Nice. Back when I used to babysit Will when I was 15 and he was 8. Everybody would go to work in the summer, and I'd just sit and play EverQuest and make sure Will had macaroni and cheese for lunch. <laughs> uh, life, life, was good. life was good back then. But I had another one of those. I was dog-sitting. My girlfriend was on vacation. I was dog sitting for my cousin who lives nearby, and uh, you know I took care of the dog and took him outside and played with him and stuff like that. But uh, in between those times, I spent pretty much the entire weekend playing Bloodborne. Nice. Which you're going to talk about later. Which I will talk about in a hot minute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Couldn't couldn't stream from there. Their internet isn't quite what. Uh, I think they pay for the, the cheapest. I don't know. I don't know what they have, but didn't even bother trying to stream because I didn't think it, it was up to the task. I wanted to, but mm-hmm. it, it would have been too much. Um, but other than that, just a couple things I want to recommend to watch. I started watching The Hobbit, the Tolkien edit, which is the all three movies combined with all the fluff removed, stuff that wasn't in the books, all removed, and it's awesome. Okay. I think it's Did way you buy that? Than, no, you can acquire it, and I'm. N- it's not necessarily sanctioned. <laughs> okay, but it kinda is. I don't know. It's weird. All right. Um, There's there, a... there are ways to acquire it though, and and watch it. Right. Do a Google but, search. But you know, I went to the theaters. I paid my tickets to see these movies. I feel like I did my part. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of parts in the in the second movie that are just not. Not in the book, but also not fitting, you know? Yeah. Especially yeah. the end of the second movie. Like, that whole part just pissed me off. Yeah. It's really good. Dan, uh, I think I think you'd really enjoy this especially. I'll watch it. And I didn't mind the added stuff. Like, I thought it was kind of novel for what it, like, you know, we all, we've all read The Hobbit. We know what happens in that. Um, and I just felt like Peter Jackson was just thrown in this other stuff, which... Some of it exists in the Tolkien lore. Some of it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the stuff I like. But the, when they changed the whole ending in the, of the second movie, like none of that stuff happened in the books, or it was even right. close to that. Yeah, like that's just yeah. It was, well, I haven't it gotten was to silly. that part 
yet. I've watched through what happens in the first movie and okay. halfway through the second movie. Okay. So I'm not sure how they handle that right. part of it. Hopefully they but, just cut uh, that whole thing out. It is really good because they cut out that whole girl elf thing, that romance. Yeah. That's not – doesn't even exist. No. But uh, it's fun. I also watched a movie called What We Do in the Shadows, which is by the guys that did Flight of the Concords. Mm. And it's it's sort of a spoof on reality TV. But these guys are vampires that all live in a house together. <laughs> and the stuff that happens is like very Kardashian, very reality TV. But because they're vampires, it's really kind of silly. Nice. They have this friend named Stu who's not a vampire that they hang out with. <laughs> And they take him to, like, vampire vampire parties and stuff, and everybody wants to suck his blood, and they have to, like, get him out of there. But the way it's shot and the way they <laughs> handle these situations is just like what happens in reality TV. <laughs> what the hell? Train coming through, Corey? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? What the hell was that? The loudest horn? I don't know. It was, like, a truck horn or something. Jeez. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, highly recommend it. Nice. Also started watching the Wet Hot American Summer first day of camp on netflix it's so good yeah i've heard good things about that if you've seen the movie they got i think all the actors back i can't think of anybody off the top of my head that they didn't get back and you know that movie came out like 25 20 plus years ago and it's all the same actors but it's a prequel to the movie so they play (laughs) They play like fifteen-year-olds, even though some of them are in their forties. <laughs> it's really funny, and I don't know. Have you guys seen Freaks and Geeks? No, once it or kinda, twice. Well, anyway, it kind of reminds me a lot of, of Freaks and Geeks. Uh, it's that time period, like seven late seventies kind of thing. Um, and I watch it with my girlfriend, and she thinks it's stupid, and it is stupid, but it's stupid funny, and like it just harkens back to a time that will never exist again. I never went to camp, so I don't really know what camp's like. But it's just nice to watch something and it's Eric, you've seen uh Dazed and Confused. Oh god yeah. I was gonna say harken speaking of harkening back to times that aren't gonna exist again, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, and, and watching it with my girlfriend, I was sitting there and I sort of had a revelation. I was like, you know what is is I really like about this show? There are no cell phones. Nobody has a cell phone. Nobody's doing anything on a cell phone. Like, that didn't exist in that time period. And everybody was just, like, living in that moment and, like, interacting with everybody because they had to, and that's what you did at camp. I wonder what summer camp is like now. Do kids go and just, like, text their friends back home all all day? I would hope they would put the camp somewhere where there wasn't cell phone service. But, I mean, maybe. You're absolutely right, Corey. But it is. It's so refreshing to watch something like that and, and very charming. And, like, Bradley Cooper's in it, uh, the huge star that he is now. Like, apparently they shot all his scenes in one day. And if you if you saw the first – if you saw the movie, he's he's gay. And, <laughs> but because this is a prequel, it's like – I don't know. It's so funny. Like, if you know the movie, you'll appreciate the show that much more. It's huh. it, They do a really good job. Yeah, Riz is asking in the chat. Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks is in there. Oh, uh, wow. She, she is. She plays. She's a reporter, and she goes to the camp and pretends to be a sixteen-year-old. Uh, she actually like. She looks really good for her age. I'm not sure how old she is, but one of the characters is like 48, and he's playing a 15-year-old. <laughs> Chris Pine, who I love, I love Chris Pine. He's in it. 
Wow. He plays like a, a rock star that lost his mind and just like lives in a cabin that nobody goes near. I don't know. It's it's very charming. I, I highly recommend it. It's a five star rating for me on Netflix. Hmm. It's good, good, clean fun. Nice. I've heard good things about it. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nay. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break and uh, be back with what we played uh, and feedback right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 212 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, I'm going to go first. I really don't have too much to talk about. Uh, I played a little bit more Splatoon. Uh, I did the the Splatfest or whatever, which my team ended up winning, Team Marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't that much of a help. I think I played maybe 10 or 12 matches because it was a busy weekend. Uh, but I did try the new paint bucket, the slosher weapon, which is really cool. Um, it just, you fling paint. And it's got, uh, it, it's a little bit like the roller, uh, although you have to, like, manually, like, sling the sling the paint. But it's better for, like, vertical play um, because you can aim up and, like, really slosh the paint up pretty high. It's got a pretty good range. Um, I mix that with my my shirt, which is uh, the ninja shirt, so people can't see when I'm swimming around in the ink. Uh, I'm pretty much invisible at that point, so I use that to sneak up behind people and hit them with the slosher. Uh, I'm not as good with that as I was with the paint roller, but um, you know, decent. It's a it's a neat new new build that I'm I'm trying out. I think it'll be better too for tower defense ranked play because uh, rollers are pretty much useless in tower defense ranked play. So. Yeah. You say that like you know, Corey. Have I know. Been playing I've been playing. <laughs> I thought about firing the Wii U up to update my game. Yeah. Yeah. It's. A, I think it's a fairly large update, too. I figured. It's, it's a, I want to say like maybe half a gigabyte or something like mm. that. So uh, I played a little more like Valkyria Chronicles. I played last night just because I felt like I should play something. Um, like I said, I've been watching Game of Thrones, so I haven't played a lot of video games, but I did play. I finished the 10th chapter of Valkyria Chronicles, which is where you rescue the people from the the dark sins from the concentration camp so uh still really 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 like that game uh i i've got to try to balance game of thrones and and valkyrie chronicles because final fantasy typo comes out next week so i want to be able to play that within a week or so so yeah we should do an episode on it you want to yeah because I'll, I'll probably play it okay uh yeah not next week it would be the week after probably that we what's, can play what's it. next week we don't have a topic, but it's only coming out oh. on Tuesday. I want to get some time oh, for right. it first. Uh, and then, Dan, yes. Sorry, before you move on, I didn't read. I don't know, maybe you guys caught it. There's a uh, mod for Valkyria Chronicles, Chronicles, a balance mod. Really? Somebody put it out? Hmm. Apparently. I'll have to read up on that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Because I could see, like, I don't feel that the commando, I don't even, they're not called commando, but the commando class is very helpful. They're too slow, uh, and they're all really only good for defense, like if you're defending a position. I mostly use the scouts. Yeah. Um, they they move a lot. They're pretty accurate with their shooting, so you do headshots. Um, and then, you know, snipers from a distance. Like, I'll have one engineer to heal the tank, uh, and then one lancer, and then the rest are, you know, I'll pick one. I usually have Rosie in my squad because she, she gives you the, the extra action point, but then the rest are scouts because they move... What's the Lancer again? The That's the heavy? anti-tank, anti-tank missile okay. launcher person, which I have Largo, 
he's the he's the only one I use. I mean, okay. if I get into a scenario where there's a lot of tank fighting and they're they're coming at you, then you'll need those to defend your position. But I haven't I haven't come across that in the first ten chapters. So it's mostly scouts that I use. This game but needs a sequel. It did there's, get a sequel. Yeah, there's like three. Yeah, there's a Valkyrie. Oh, you're right. Too. PS were they PSP games or Vita? Either yeah. I think Vita. Maybe. But yeah. maybe maybe they'll come to Steam now if if Valkyria Chronicles sold well enough on Steam. So it it seems like it did, just anecdotally speaking. Yeah, people are a lot of people are talking about it, and when it came out, everybody was excited about it. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I I've heard that the second one isn't as good as the first one. It's a little fan servicey. So we'll see. But I, I'll definitely I would buy it and play it. Definitely, I really really like Valkyria Chronicles. Um, and then the only other thing I played was Fallout Shelter. Finally came to Android. Along with a couple updates, like I talked about the Mr. Handyman. Uh, so I I played, I downloaded it yesterday, and I've played like on and off throughout the day. Actually, I actually kind of like Fallout Shelter. Shot um, your, yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, it's, it's just a straight-up mobile game. Like, if it was anything other than Fallout, I probably wouldn't like it. I just kind of like it because yeah. it's Fallout. That's yeah. the only reason. Um, I mean, I don't really have to put that much into it. Like, I just fire it up when I get the opportunity. Uh, do a few things because the I don't know I the Mr. Handyman robots, which I, I you have to buy. I think you can get them as rewards, but I actually ended up buying mine, not with actual money. Let's make that clear. There's a know, there's an Android program called Google Rewards Plus where you answer surveys, uh, Google surveys, and it gives you credit for your Google Play account. I've made like twenty five bucks in Google Play credit so far, uh, so I just use that. I actually bought uh, Final Fantasy Tactics for for this too with it because i had so much money like oh. I'm, you have to use it within a year i think wow. so i was like i'm probably i should spend it i don't want to lose it so that's that's what i used to buy some uh, handyman robots but they go back and forth and collect your resources so really i just have to pop in every once in a while to like level people up or to make people have babies or whatever uh and to make sure my person that's exploring the wastelands doesn't get killed so i'm glad you called it call it what it is though dan no it's a mobile game oh, and the only reason mobile. The only reason I like it is because it's Fallout. Like I said, if it was anything else, wouldn't be interested. But because it has Fallout in it and it's Fallout-esque and has has some of the terminology that I'm familiar with from Fallout, it's okay. Something wrong. So with that. it's it's okay. Um, what about all those people that spent all that money on the Kim Kardashian game? If you love Kim Kardashian, I mean, whatever. I don't See, like. You're coming around. No, I don't like it, but I don't like that I spent. I don't like that I spent. But like I said, it wasn't my actual money. It was money I earned through my Google rewards. I played. That I wouldn't game spend. Game. I wouldn't spend my actual money on it. I just yeah. had to get rid of it. So I bought. I bought two handyman robots for ninety nine cents each. All right. Well. Uh, so so mobile gaming isn't all bad. It's bad, but it's Fallout. That's it's all pretty saying. fucking bad. It's not that bad. The only good one is Hearthstone. In my opinion, I tend There's to agree with really Eric on that one. Good time wasting. Actually, games. no. I have some decent yeah. games in my Tiny Tower. I'm sorry, that's the other good one. I have some decent games on my wish list that are uh, supposedly oh. good, like decent mobile games. I like Monument Valley. Uh, hang on, let me call them up real quick. All three Infinity Blades are just dandy. I played one and I hated it. Uh, Eighty Days. I've heard that one's really good. It's like a visual novel type of game. I don't think I played that one. Uh, that's supposed to be good. But a lot of my games that I have on my mobile wish list are games games. Like I have The Banner Saga, um, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Sprinkle Island. Terraria, Heroes of Might and Magic, 3HD, Republic. Like that's what try, I have on my uh, wish list. 
Add tactics maiden to your list. Tactics maiden. Like yeah. All right, I'll put it on. Because I, I keep tracking if there's sales, I'll buy them. Because, like I said, I have all this Google Play credit. Yeah. Um, well, Amazon does a really good job with their sales, too. Yeah. Their Android App Store sales. You so how do you get this credit on Google? It's, um, I have to answer surveys. They're usually, like, I don't know. Uh, one survey, I'll be, like, four or five questions, and I'll get anywhere from 10 cents to, like, 50 cents of Google Play credit for, for answering that. What's the name of the app? It's called, like, Google Rewards something or other. Riz uh, in the chat put a link up to it yeah, for anyone. Yeah, Google Opinion Rewards. That's what it is. So if, if you're interested in it at all, if you have a an Android device, Corey, you should put that on your tablet. My tablet is a Hearthstone and Netflix tablet. <laughs> Hearthstone and Netflix machine. Johnny Highwind says it's a good sitting on a toilet game. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Um, like I said, I fired up for a few minutes here and there when I got the opportunity. Um I don't know how much longer I'll play it. Probably, I can't see myself playing it beyond another week uh, here and there. So, but it's okay. Or you'll play it forever. That was, I don't know. That was my experience, though, Dan. Like, I booted it up, saw what it was all about. I'm like, I've played this game a million times on a mobile device. <laughs> yeah. This one just happens to have a Fallout skin. Yeah, which is what keeps me playing it. I think. I, I think I got three days out of it. Yeah. So we'll see. I may I may be done with it already by next week, but it's okay. It's worth a shot. It's free. The coolest part to me is the sending your dudes out into the wasteland. Oh, yeah, having them gather stuff. But I didn't know you needed to send them back, so all my guys just died. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to recall them and re- re- resupply them and stuff. Yeah. I like having babies, too. Breed, selective breeding my, my people for... I don't think I don't think you can, like... Because I try to breed my people with really good stats, and I don't think that, fe- I don't think that matters, which is unfortunate. I don't think so, either. It's, it's unfortunate. Just... You just want to put high charisma people in there, right? Because they yeah. breed faster. Yep, because they'll they'll make a baby faster. Um, I was I was hoping because I was <laughs> just like, like real life. I, at first, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. At first, I was trying to match up people that had like one person had like a really low strength stat and the other had a high strength stat. I was hoping it would balance out in the offspring, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work that way. It's I, it seems to be random, which is, that's a missed opportunity, I think. I still think, and this game to me is just indicative of the brilliance of the Bethesda press conference at E3. Yep. Like they're making so much money off of this game, and I honestly feel like a lot of that has to do with the way they presented it at yeah. E3. Yeah, I could totally see that. Well, it, it's only been out for a few days, and already there was like two hundred thousand ratings for it on 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 the Google Play Store. Wow. You know, I think I found out about it Wednesday, maybe or yesterday whenever it was it might have only been yesterday that i found out about it and when i when i downloaded it like i said there was already 200,000 plus re- uh, reviews for it which that's a lot that's written reviews you know so dan goat simulator's free on amazon today is it really yep okay i'll download that riz put a link up i got a bunch of free games on amazon today. yeah amazon once a day or every day will have a, like a free paid app scribble knots remix is good yeah i love scribble knots that's free we have that on the ipad <clears throat> but yeah that's all i played will what do you got heroes i did the public test realm and tried out the new map and the new hero who's the new hero uh starts with the k it's the monk from diablo kazim? yeah kazim He's awesome. Uh, K H A. Heroes of the Storm. I just want to put the proper video on the YouTube. Okay, you ready, uh, Corey? 
Yep. K H A R. That's close. A Z I M. Charism. Yes. Charism. That was kind of close. Cool. But uh, he's the new support, the Diablo support character that's come into the game. Um, he's pretty awesome. He has the thing, Dan. I know you said you were interested in the choosing the three different passives. Yeah. Um. So one of them is he every time he does a basic attack, he gets his like some health points regenerated. The other mm-hmm. one is each time he attacks, he gets some mana, and the third one is a damage boost. So like you can spec your character with however you want. So like if you're doing a quick match. And you know how like you don't you don't pre-select teams when you're going to quick match if you're right. solo queuing. This is a way for you to be able to like build the monk to support like whatever. Right, your whatever teams. else is in your party. Yeah, so like that makes sense. If you've got no damage and you've got a bunch of supports, you can spec the monk to do more damage, and he can do some damage. Or like if you don't have a healer, he can solo heal pretty effectively. Hmm. Uh, he can still get overwhelmed with how much healing well, he has to he, do. But he, he's a jack of all trades character. Like he does a little bit of everything. Ex- Not necessarily great. But yeah. Exactly. Which is cool. Yeah, and that's something that this game doesn't really have, sort of. Because, like, this, the supports that are, like, hybrids are Tassadar and and um, Tyranda, but they don't do that much. Like, they're not that versatile as right. opposed to uh, Charism. Okay. Um, he's going to be an awesome hero. I can't wait for him to get in this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Just be spending another 10 bucks on him. Nice. Uh, and the new map, Infernal Shrines. Now, I don't... I'm, I like the map a lot. The only thing is, is I don't really like the art style. It's too similar to the old map. Uh, the map that just came in, Battlefield of Eternity. It's kind of bummed about that. Like, they could have chose any any of the acts in Diablo 3 and, like, went with that, like, art style. Right. So whatever reason, they chose the Heaven-Hell split again. But it's really cool how they do the objective. There's three altars that pop up in the map, and one will activate. And what you got to do is, like, you know when you would see somebody in Diablo and you'd talk to them and then a bunch of demons would come in? Like, it's the, the mission to kill a bunch of them and whatnot, and you'll get a reward. What this is is, like, each team has to kill 30, like, demons that come out of the altar. And the first one that does that gets, like, like a giant beast, sort of like in the Battlefield Eternity, like the two... Uh, heaven hell like minions who fight but this time they can also target heroes mm. which is pretty awesome so like if nova comes out of her thing to shoot somebody this guy can jump on him and like kill her in a couple hits so like you have to be really careful nice. and it really helps Ooh. with pushing and stuff like that that's interesting it's pretty cool i like the map as i said i'm a little disappointed with the art style but overall the map is pretty solid i think it's pretty Are there... sorry will are there three separate shri- shrines yeah but only one activates at a time Okay, so you can you can kill minions at any of the shrines, and it will work towards one activating one of them. Yeah, you got to kill thirty. Um, no, you only the ah, both teams converge basically on one altar, and they spawn out of the the demons. So only one altar spawns at a time. Yes, gotcha. Okay, so basically, it's really hard to balance the team fight and doing the objective on a shrine because you don't know if it's worth it to just go straight up and kill. Everything to get the the beast or to team fight and possibly lose it. Hmm. See what I'm saying? A yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hard time with that on the map. I played two matches on it and I was uh won one, lost one. So I wanna know more a little bit more about your experience with the public test realm though. Uh I've always been curious, like ever since we were playing EverQuest back in the day back in the early 2000s, and they had the uh, the test server. Um, I've always kind of wondered what that experience is like, like actually 
trying that. So in Heroes of the Storm, what happens is all the characters and skins that you have unlocked transfer over, but all of your characters and overall level are set to one, but you're not talent-gated, so it's kind of weird. Like, I got to play Jaina, but, like, none of my... I was level one, but none of my talents were, like, not locked out. Because in the game, if you have to get to 25 for you to be able to select all of your talents as you level up, but now, like, that's gone completely. So, like, you're not penalized for starting over, which they changed recently, because when I started doing it, when the Battlefield of Eternity started, and that map was in there, I was talent-gated, so, like, I didn't bother playing, because I thought it was stupid to even bother. But But now, like, I can play it and, like, use my character's full abilities. But other than that, like... It's really it's no just, no different. You're just playing what's going to be happening in the game. Are people is like talkative and stuff? Uh, yes and no. They're friendlier generally. I've seen. Yeah. Because um, you're all you're all there for a specific reason. Is to try out the new stuff. Yeah. See what's like how characters are changing. Like Kaelthus is getting changed. Leoric is getting changed a little bit. What are they doing to Leoric? Uh, making it so he's not so extremely powerful to backdoor, which is where he dies and spawns. Oh. <laughs> Backdoor sieging. Okay. I'm fine with that because I don't do that anyway. It's stupid and it isn't fair. Um, they're basically making it so it's not as easy for him to spawn so quickly, which I think is fair. I thought it was a little ridiculous how quickly he could spawn. Um, What else? I don't really know. I don't know. Let's Isn't Kerrigan getting buffed too? To be honest with you, I don't really know who else is getting buffed and nerfed. I only know yeah. those two are getting a slight nerf. I don't know. I think Kerrigan's getting a buff. Is Brightwing getting a buff? Not that I heard. What about Nazebo? Nothing. Naze- Nothing for Zebes. Nazebo's been the least changed character, I think. I mean, Stitches. <laughs> Stitches is considered bad now. Here's another thing. I was on the Heroes of the Storm subreddit, and Blizzard's doing, if you own Diablo 3, you get Diablo free in the game. And people who play Heroes are really upset that they're doing that because they don't get anything out of it. They said that you, they should give you money in-game. And they're, like, getting all mad at Blizzard for it. Which, first of all, I think them doing this isn't to incentivize the people who already play Heroes. It's to incentivize the people who play Diablo who don't play Heroes. Be like, oh, I've got this hero for free in Heroes. Let me check it out. Yeah, to bring new people into the game. Yeah, I don't... Everybody shut up when you're complaining about that, like... Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's annoying though, right? Like, yeah. Gamers are never happy, and it bothers me. True. It's not. It's 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 weird. Like, it's not that gamers are never happy. It's the the ones that aren't are extremely vocal. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's the vocal minority versus the silent majority, which is everything really it's you know a a certain sect of people are so loud that it seems like that's the popular opinion when in reality it's not yeah correct i just i don't know i find it annoying they're like why don't they just give me money or a better warrior like shut up shut your yips it's annoying uh but other than that like i don't really there's a couple ui things that look a little different oh okay like, I've always liked the UI changes. Like, <laughs> it's very minimal. Like, when you're playing in-game, like, the icons, you know, your ability icons, like, the border is a little bit bigger. Mm. It's silly stuff, but, like, I noticed it. Um, I don't know. I guess that's it for different things that I've tried. 
Okay. I pretty much only play heroes at this point. How it's dare you? It's pretty sad. No, it's fine. I don't it's pretty sad, Dan. You play what you like. I mean that's we're not uh we're not doing this to force anybody to play anything. Yeah, exactly. We just uh play what you want. Uh I don't know. With work and school coming up, Heroes is gonna be it. Yeah, that's that's but that's what I like about our podcast though, is like there's a reason you're choosing heroes yeah. in that situation, and a lot of people are in your situation, and I think it's important for people to know, like, there's a reason why you're playing it, you know? The 20-minute matches just is what I think makes it it's perfect. I read, uh, I saw the headline, I didn't read the article, I should have, but uh, apparently Heroes of the Storm matches are getting longer. I had a good 30, 35-minute brawl uh, last night. I think it's because players are getting better, so... Because I've had, like, more 25 to 30-minute matches recently than 15 to 20. Well, I, I also had a 14-minute ass-whooping I received <laughs> last night, too. That's frustrating. felt like the broom handle went right up up my backside. <laughs> At least it was quick. Yeah, I was quick, all right. Did you have the guy making comments about everybody being terrible? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. I got into it with a guy. Was it a, an Illidan player? No. Uh, Nova. Oh, oh that, yeah. That's another that one. That was my second guess. <laughs> I got into it with another guy who was playing Sylvanas today. <laughs> Fucking people. My favorite one, the Lily is talking smack. I I find that hard to believe. Uh, Ali, that's someone who doesn't usually play Lily, probably. I don't know. Me and my friend were playing, and Lily was being really mean to everybody, and I was like, I, he said, it's funny that a Lily is talking smack to everybody. <laughs> That's what got me to quit. It was a Lily that was giving me a hard time, and I was like, I can't play this game anymore. It was funny. Alex and I were playing this morning, and we had a Kalthus who was role-playing. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex was Muradin, who's a, dor- a dwarf. That's amazing. And he said we should go boss soon, and he was like, he said something like, I'm always thinking about going boss, stupid dwarf, or something like that. That's funny. He he said something funny, a lot funnier than what I just said, but uh-huh. he wasn't being a dick. He was right. just trying to be like a stupid mage elf. Like, I've never heard of anyone role-playing. It uh, was really funny. Uh, MOBA character. I'm thinking about doing it. That's a good idea. That's amazing. I'll have to find a good character to do it with, though. Yeah, I mean, if you're just playing one day and you're screwing around on the like match, well, we were doing quick match because yeah. we we were getting just our asses pounded in, yeah. in the Hero League. That's where you can screw around, oh. you know. Yeah, I was trying to Abathur out. Since we're talking about uh, Hots, I tried Abathur because he's free this week. He's uh, unlike any of the other characters. Um, I didn't know for the longest time that I could put my symbiote, which empowers either another hero or. Uh, mercenary camp i didn't know i could put that on minions and i was like how the fuck do people do so much siege damage with abathur because i just couldn't figure it out so then as soon as i did that i was like doing a shit ton of uh, siege damage um i actually really enjoyed playing as abathur but um i feel like he'd be better served used in a group that was a five and like had a plan, like, we're going to attack this lane, so yeah. I knew, you know, what what I should focus on to siege. I feel like that that's the way with the the Lost Vikings, too. Yeah. Like, they're they're really effective if you know how to use them in, in with your, your team. Well, yeah, when team I, makeup. Whenever I go against the Lost Vikings, it's really good. Like, you're always two levels behind. Yeah. 
because they split them up into the three lanes and soak up the experience. Yeah, like... And then bring them together if there's a team fight. Like, uh, the if map... If they know it's coming. Like, on Curse Hollow, when everybody goes to the curse, like... Which is the one map... One of the maps I played on with Abathur. Yeah. And we did the mines, too. Um, and it didn't work out. Mines. I'm getting stomped on them lately. Yeah. I got stomped the last two days that I played. Alex and I have not fared well. It's disheartening. It is. It makes me feel awful. It's the worst feeling. That 14-minute ass-kicking we took was <laughs> just demoralizing. Because you, you just want to go to a bar and drink your sorrows when you're really, done. Really, though. It's like, it's like you just received word that, like, not a family member died, but yeah. something bad. Yeah, something yeah. pretty something bad, bad happened. happened. You lost your job. Like, somebody's got to have surgery. Yeah. It'll probably be okay, yeah. but it's going to suck. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what I equate it to. Nice. It's the worst. Uh, <laughs> when we were playing the other night uh, with our five-man team and we just kept losing, because you don't know what you're doing wrong sometimes. Yeah, you just feel helpless. You're just like, what? <laughs> you just, you, you really, you just feel helpless. Especially that match on Dragon Shrine, or Shrier. Uh, I've been getting number one pick a lot. I don't know why. Oh. But literally like eight straight games I had the t- first pick. So this guy, everybody puts who they're planning on picking in. But if see, so I have first pick, and like if I play somebody who I always play Vala, and somebody else wants to play her, like I'm still gonna pick her. Yeah, I'm better with her than I am with other heroes. Yeah, he was giving me a bunch of shit about it. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, dude. Like, do you have another assassin? He fucking picked Nova, and we just got murdered. And right off the bat, one of the other teammates says, "Oh, great, you picked Nova." He goes. GG, which means good game. We hadn't even fucking started the game yet. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, you can see how this is going to go. Yeah. And it went exactly how you thought. Oh, boy, did it ever. <laughs> Nova and Zertal are useless on Battlefield of Eternity. Yeah. That's that's the map we were on because they, they're not going to team fight. Right. I mean, Zeratul, kind of, but... It, they're just useless on that map. If you don't use Nova's precision strike, like she has zero team fight presence. Oh god, so. it was brutal. Enough heroes. I'm pissed. <laughs> That's it. And what do you got, Eric? That's it for you. Will? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I wanted to talk about Rocket League. Uh, played some more Rocket League with Dave in Boston. Uh, really good time. I think he was streaming it with. Uh, there was eight of us, so him and six other people of his friends. Uh, I had a, a freaking blast. Tito actually jumped in for, like, I think the last game, but I had to go. Um, but it was really funny. There were some interesting conversations going on. Uh, one of the people in there was talking about his restraining order <laughs> and hooking up with some chick. And I don't, obviously, I don't know any of these people, but <laughs> they kept telling him how it was a bad idea. And he'd be like, well, I mean, what if, you know, maybe I should I keep talking to her? And I was like, yes, of course you should. And all of them are like, no, don't listen to this guy. He doesn't even know any of you. Like, it was really, really funny. Nice. Uh, but I had a blast. We did 4v4, which is out of control. Like, uh, just crazy action. I uh, made some really nice saves. I love playing goalie in that game so much. Yeah. I get more satisfaction out of a nice save than I do a nice goal. It does, probably doesn't happen as often. What, a nice save? Well, I mean, when you're playing with other people, not necessarily with the way when you're playing, but um, I, like when, when I was... Uh, when, when I was playing a lot, like I, I would get more satisfaction out of a nice save too because I had those even fewer than my goals. It happens for me more because I play goalie more now. Yeah, right. So, right. is but, a save worth more points than a goal? I don't know. 
I don't think so. I doubt it. I think goals like 50 points and a save is like 25. Yeah. No, a save is 30? 50, I think. Is it 50? I don't know. It's just really fun. Like if you if you get there at the last second and hit one or like fly up in the air and it's just uh, it's a really satisfying feeling. Uh-huh. Uh, I got the DLC also uh-huh. for Rocket League. Uh, it's four bucks. Uh, two new cars, uh, some new paint. Uh, the wood paint is really cool. I would. That's probably what I would. Yeah, use. it's pretty cool. I use. Uh, actually, it is not the one that it, my car is covered in, but the decals on my car are wood. Mm-hmm. It looks really neat, like a woody wood wood paneled station wagon. Yeah. kinda. Um, I'm using the old style muscle car. Mm-hmm. That's the car I'm I'm rolling with right now. Um, the new arena is really cool. I think it's called Olympia. Maybe it's like a Roman. I, I think of like a Roman warrior face off mm-hmm. kind of arena. Like it looks, a Coliseum. Yeah, you can't there you can't see the walls. So this looks like cars are just driving on thin air. It looks kinda weird, but nice. um it's it's such a fucking good game. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to playing again. Um and then other than that I played Destiny today. Because that gun was on sale, I decided to say I couldn't remember how many strange coins I had and I was like, Well, let me see what I got. If I got 17, I'll just go buy that gun. So I have 14. Aww. So I looked, and I knew that so you could earn strange coins by doing different things. So the I think it was the weekly strike, uh, something to do with Crota. Uh, it was a level 26 strike. I'm level 27, so I was like, well, shit, I'll jump in and do that. Um, so you got paired up with two randoms. It, it was like a 45-minute slog through this thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had to bail us out a couple times because these idiots just kept running out, like, in the middle of nowhere and getting picked off. And then I'd have to, like, survive long enough so that I could go fucking rescue them. And we got to the boss. And how that works is she has a wave of enemies that she sends out at the beginning. You can get through them. And once all of them are dead, you can kind of start pounding on her, but it's on a timer. So she sends another wave out and there's like two or three or four, like pretty tough bastards in there mixed with a bunch of regular guys. So it's tough, but these guys kept dying and I was staying back in the hallway, which is what we all should have been doing and letting them come to us or pick them off one at a time, you know? Yeah. So they kept dying. And I had a couple nice times where I like, jumped out of the way before I got killed and did a couple spins and killed people. Um, so eventually we got, I got us all revived again and then it was me that died and another guy and one of our other teammates was alive bailing us out. But this went on and on Uh and on for 45 minutes and we died. So I did not get my coins. But that being said, I had a fucking blast Uh and I love that game. Uh And I told you guys earlier, but every time I play it, I always think to myself, I don't know why I play anything else. Because yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's so weird. I have a weird relationship with Destiny. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like a mistress. Are you going to do the Taken King? Probably. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it. out what games I'm not going to purchase. Oh, gotcha. This year. That's in September, right? What's the September. <laughs> what's the date, do you know? <clears throat> 15th, maybe? Okay. Because I got, end of this month... Until Dawn, Madden, and Gears Collection come oh, you're out. Madden? No. Oh. I was going to. Oh. I'm not going to get Madden, and I don't think I want to get Until Dawn. Crap. Maybe. We'll see what the reviews look I'll like. I'll split it with somebody else. All right. We'll until see. Dawn. I mean, until... is that the new Twilight game? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I I say that, but like, if we're splitting it, I might. 
Um, but I also want to get Disney Infinity all of a sudden. Right. Which is why I don't want to get until dawn. <laughs> why? Disney Infinity? Yeah. <laughs> Dan loves uh, I love Skylanders. fucking Skylanders, and it's got the Star Wars shit. It sounds awesome. I don't know. Cool. I have... I have uh, all right, uh, fucking... What's that show you watch? I actually have a lot of beef with that show. Creepy right now. Little Liars or whatever the hell it is. I have beef with that show. Yeah. Any Little Liars. That's the one about the midges that make chocolate, right? That's Little Chocolatiers. <laughs> oh. That's the show that made Dan cancel cable. One of them. One of the, one, <laughs> one of the many. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to decide what Forgot I'm not going to buy. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Corey. God damn it. <laughs> I tried to forget it. Um, Probably going to pass on Forza 6 for sure. I'm thinking about passing on Halo. Oh, Halo, huh? Yeah. Just borrow it from me. Yeah. Probably will. If you don't think you're going to play the multiplayer, like... That's all I will just play. Bar- oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, cause, but, you know, borrow, borrow from will to play the campaign, but... Halo 5 is rated T, by the way. T for teen? Was it not rated T for teen before? No, it's been mature until... Really? It should be teen, but... Yeah. Yeah, of all the games that you can play that are violent, I never thought of Halo as being particularly violent. Yeah, same here. There's not really any blood, even. It's green when you shoot the aliens. it's alien blood. goo. Yeah. So, I don't know, because I want to get Metal Gear. Yeah. (laughs) That's September 1st. Yeah. Uh, Disney Infinity is August 30th, or right around there. Mario Maker September 11th. Shit's starting to come out. Yeah. I got to mm. pick and choose right now. Yeah. Because the time, the time is, is the other problem. Like, I don't have enough time to play all this, so it's, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to buy all of it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I've really enjoyed Destiny, mm-hmm. and I, I'm looking forward to getting into it. So I, I think I do want to get the Taken King. Yeah. Is Tito in the chat? Are you getting Taken King, my friend? And we can move on. He'll okay. In the chat. <laughs> All right. Corey, what do you got? Oh, my God. I played so much Bloodborne in the last week. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So much so that I beat it. Yeah. Good for you, Corey. Well done. Yeah. It's a real good feeling. God, I'm proud of um, you. Corey, I was really mad. I was watching your stream that last day, and I went to go eat, and I went to do it quickly so I could see you beat it, and I missed it. Yeah. I didn't so want to watch it just in case I have, I do go back to it. After the last few days and over the weekend, <laughs> I knew I was close to beating it. Uh, I knew I only had a few more bosses. Because, I mean, I, I was kind of looking at a... I was looking at the w- wiki here and there. Because just, like, stuff comes up and it's like, I don't know what that is. And that's just the way I've always experienced the Souls games is, like, I'll play it for a while and if still stuff still isn't really making sense to me, I'll just look at the wiki. Uh, and that's how I really enjoy those games, and they are probably my favorite modern series of games, including Bloodborne, um, to this day. Played so much over the weekend, and then, was it yesterday? Uh, I knew I was close to beating it, so I set up the stream and everything, and uh, did a little bit of grinding to gain some levels, and then went through uh, the last little bit of the game. There was a point, though, before that, where I was real close to rage quitting. Um, I knew I was underleveled. I knew I needed to level up, but I just kept trying it anyway, and I just kept dying, even when I had groups and stuff. And I got real frustrated to the point where I was like, fuck this game, I'm done, done with it, it's stupid, I'm wasting my time, there's other things I could be playing. And then, once the rage subsided, I sort of realized, well, 
yeah, there is, but the only one I really feel like playing is Bloodborne. Right. So I kept playing it, um, and it was really, really cool. And uh, well, uh, while we're on the subject, Beardless 2 in the chat currently uh, was a big help in me completing the the rest of the game, oh, the last hour awesome. of the game nice. or so. So thanks to him. Um, and that's really, like, that's the best way to play that game is is live streaming on Twitch, getting cooperate, cooperators, and having people, like, help you along the way. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I really love about that game is it's not just like you going solo blind into a game, but like I don't know, it's it's more of just like a community experience of playing the game. And I knew like I knew I wasn't doing everything, and I knew I wasn't going to get the best ending or anything. But like I wanted to beat it because I wanted Will to get his PlayStation back, which yeah. I should also give Will props for letting me borrow his PlayStation in the game for two weeks when all is said, almost two weeks when all is said and done. Yeah, I mean, it's no big deal to me. It's a Netflix machine. <laughs> I could let you borrow one of my Roku's. I've got two unused Roku's right now. For well, he has an Netflix. Xbox for Netflix too. Well, oh. let me my, Xbox. I I'm so sick of turning my controller on. What a dumpster it just, fire! It just won't turn on. What do you use your Wii U for? That's my Netflix box. That's what I play games on. Oh, you're weird. I use my computer and Wii U to play games. And my <laughs> PS4 and Xbox One for the the Wii U's Netflix doesn't. Uh, auto go to the next episode of whatever oh, you're watching which i hate it's the worst yeah yeah that, it's that a dumb little thing but the rest of the other ones do it why doesn't the wii u what is that feedback it's is so, it, a is, cell phone is it your burrito will i don't know my phone's dead so i don't know oh. why i'm doing anything i don't hear anything you guys getting some feedback yeah, yeah. we're getting cell phone feedback which is weird that's the first time that's ever happened i think i always yeah i always have mine sitting here. yeah i put mine on the but, floor too but Go anyway, ahead. I really, really, really enjoyed Bloodborne. In the last hour of it, uh, I beat pretty quickly the last three bosses. Um, had some help though; I didn't do it solo. I always had online cooperators, partner, which um, is another yeah. great thing about the, that series of games. Oh is, yeah, is wait, going well, outside a boss, whatever. I don't know how you. I don't remember how you, you ring a bell, right? In Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in Bloodborne, uh, you got a uh, three different bells. There's the beckoning bell, which summons somebody to help you. There's the small resonant bell, which makes you the helper for people that are ringing the beckoning bell. And then there's the sinister bell, which if you ring, you will invade the world of people who are ringing the beckoning bell. Okay. I think th- I think they have to have a cooperator for you to be able to invade because every time I've invaded, there's been the owner of the world and a cooperator with them. So. Huh. Uh, but I love <laughs> only a couple times that I invade and kill the people of that world. But it's such a good feeling when you do that because yeah. that game is so frustrating on its own. And then when you just go and wreck somebody's world, it's awesome. I, I had a few a in- invaders in my Dark Souls 2 time. I-, I only invaded a couple people's worlds, but that is really fun. Yeah. Doing that. Just Dark Souls 2, I think in terms of the multiplayer and stuff, I think it, it, it did it the best. Um, and I and I really like the way Bloodborne does it, but I think uh, uh, Dark Souls Two. Granted, I think of of the three Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Dark Souls Two. I think Dark Souls Two is the worst of those three games. But in terms of multiplayer, I think Dark Souls Two did it the best. Right. It felt it felt a little light. I felt like something was missing from Bloodborne. And I know they do the the guild kind of thing, but I never figured out how to do it or did like, you do any of the chalice dungeons like i did um 
I did the first chalice dungeon and the second chalice dungeon, but I could never get anybody to do it with. Mm. Only one, only once did I get somebody to join me. I was going to ask, uh, how easy of a time did you have finding people to do bosses with you? Most of the time it was really easy, but uh, Mikolash um, was the third to last boss, and I just could not get anybody to join me at all. And it was so frustrating. And I'd use the small resonant bell to help people do it, and it happened really quickly. So it seemed like everybody was looking for help and nobody was offering help. Mm. And I actually went to the Bloodborne Wiki, which is cool because at the bottom of the Bloodborne Wiki they have a little chat bar, and you can join the chat. Like as a guest, you don't even have to log in or sign up or anything. And I was just asking for help. Um, it didn't work out in my favor. Nobody actually helped me, but there were people offering help for other stuff like all the time. And I think that's a really cool, cool, uh, effect of the internet age, you know, like you need help on something. You just go to the wiki and there's a chat room there. And one of the things, every time I looked, there was over 500 people in the chat room for blood bowl. One of the things I liked about that, though, going to help someone is if you die, like, or when you go in to fight the boss with someone else, like, even if you're helping them in their world, you learn the strategy at least, so you can attempt to do it on your own uh, without, yeah. without, because you don't actually, like, die, die, right? You just get sent back to your world in Bloodborne, right? Yep. Okay, because I didn't get to do any multiplayer because Will's, uh, Will's PSN was expired when I, when I played Bloodborne. <laughs> so. <laughs> Way to go, Will. I did it all myself. I forgot. That's fine. Um, but so speaking, of, speak. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Not I was just gonna say, uh, yeah. No, I was just gonna say. So, so I went like even in in Dark Souls, I used that to at least learn how to fight the boss if I needed to end up soloing it if no one no one was gonna help me. Yeah. So by the end of Bloodborne, I sort of had a system. What I would do is every time I made it to a new area, I would go through, take my time, try and kill all the enemies along the way. That would almost always result in me dying and and losing my blood echoes so what i would do from that point is just sprint through everything not fight anybody just explore pick up all the items get all that out of the way figure out where everything is maybe make it to the next lamp maybe not Uh, but at least i'd know where everything was and then once i figured out the area and what was going on i'd either summon help or like i said just like sprint to the next lamp and that was just the process i found was the most efficient in in bloodborne and that sort of resulted me in being under leveled for a lot of the game i was gonna ask yeah so i do uh i do echo blood echo runs in hemwick lane Mm -hmm. uh, which is also really good for farming the uh what's the healing item i forget the name blood vials blood vials yeah it's also really good for for farming that uh but what i'd also do is every time i'd start the area i'd ring the sinister bell and hopefully at some point during my run uh of farming echoes and blood vials i would be transferred into somebody else's area which if i killed them great if not it would just start me back at the beginning of the lamp without losing any blood echoes but the the area would reset um and that was sort of the way i i worked to level up but uh i had a great time with bloodborne so much fun Good. And I wanted, I want to play through it. Like the game finished, and there's new game plus, and I wanted to play through it again. But I know Will needs his PlayStation back, and I don't want to bogart it anymore. But <laughs> oh my god, that's I can't remember the last time I finished a game, and I was like, I want to play through that again. <laughs> that's good. I'm should glad you good, liked it that good, much. Good you should buy a PS4 then. I was thinking about it. <laughs> could you please? Blood, blood. God, and we could play Rocket League. Oh, baby. I can't afford it. If I had the money, I would. But uh, I don't right now. So, when are they putting the update in Rocket League so 
PS4 and PC players can group up. Don't it's coming. Know. Sooner rather than later, I hope. It's coming. Hey, uh, real quick, back to Rapture, just for a second, because you were talking about streaming it and how that helped you. Yeah. I think streaming Everyone's Gone to the Rapture uh, hurt the experience for me. I can see okay. that. Which could have taken away from my first hour and a half of it. Because, like you know, people were talking, and, and I didn't want to ignore the the comments or anything. And it kind of just, in a game like that, where you should really just be focusing on that and the story, it kind of took me out of it. So yeah, I wouldn't I suggest that. doing that. For Rapture. Yeah. That's the thing about Bloodborne. Like, you'd go to a new area, and you'd want to experience it for the first time on your own. And Breaking then after news. You... Yeah. Breaking yeah, news in the chat. Riz just got an email. Battleborn launches February 9th. Really? And yeah, that was my nibble bit last week. My apologies. When he said Battleborn, I thought Overwatch. So <laughs> I don't even care. I busted in for no reason. <laughs> Sorry, That's Corey. That's all right. The, uh, the beta is supposed to start for Overwatch sometime this fall. I believe. I feel like a big dumb idiot. It's fine. Battleborn. What's the other one? Battle. We we had this exact same discussion last we'll week. We'll probably have it every week. That's the Gearbox one, <laughs> Battleborn, right? This is exactly Battle Cry. Exactly. It's literally the same discussion we had. Battle last Cry week. is the Bethesda one. Yes. Okay. And then I said Bloodborne, and Eric called me an idiot. <laughs> Which one's the MOBA? <laughs> what? Battleborn. Battleborn's the MOBA. I think so. It's, Battle, it's Battle Cry Mo- MOBA like. Yeah, they're. I I think they're both kind of MOBA like. Yeah. But it's. <laughs> First or third person shooter, slasher, what have you. But anyway, it's just silly. Continue, Corey. <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry anyway. for, oh, we were talking about Rapture and uh, streaming it and how it hurt the experience. Uh, nah, I still don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Bloodborne's an awesome game. If you have a PS4, I don't know why you're not playing it. Yeah. I can't wait for Dark Souls 3. I should go back to it, huh? I'm going to go back to Dark Souls. I'm going to. Is Demon Souls on PC? Yeah. No. No? I don't think so. I thought you had it. No, I have Dark Souls 1 and 2. Because oh. that's the one I haven't played, and I feel like to complete. Yeah, the... that's not. Uh, that's that's a PlayStation-only one, too. Okay. But I'm going to go back and play Dark Souls in Dark Souls 2, probably, just because Bloodborne told me to. I did the same thing after I finished with my time with Bloodborne. I played Dark Souls 2 for a little while, just because you want that type of game still. Yeah. yeah. So good. But that all, Corey? Yeah, and you guys always talk about, oh, I can't figure Corey out. I don't know what Corey likes. I don't know, blah, 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 blah. But uh, the, the Souls games are a good demonstration of, of what I look for in a video game. Yeah. So you can use that as a guide. Okay. Assholes. Go from there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't so, think that's that's it. There's more to Corey than that. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> Sure, but that's a good a good starting point. I disagree. I really, really I really yeah. have a hard time like recommending I any can't games to you, Corey. you. I mean, okay, so deep RPG difficult like Yeah, but you, you really also like, like, like puzzle games. You like like Dear Esther and Heroes of the Storm. I and wouldn't say I like yeah, I liked Dear Esther. And that oh, we didn't talk about this. I meant to bring it up when you were talking about it. But that that type of game is one of those games like you don't want to play more than one of in a year. No, I would agree with that. You know? Okay. Yeah, anyway. That's the type of game I, I really enjoy and has a lot of, of things that I 
really like about video games. And I, it's one of those that I'll still be thinking about for years, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just has that, that Does, X factor. That, is there a story that comes together at the end or no? To be honest, uh, I'm not really good at dissecting the stories in the Soul games. And Bloodborne is, is no exception to that rule. Okay. Um, but that's part of what I like about it is just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But I don't care, you know. Yeah. Like, See, it just, just felt like, like it was more of a story than the other two, I guess. Yeah, the beginning definitely. Yeah. Um, I got I got the impression of more of a narrative, but Corey seems to think it just kind of goes the same way as the other Souls. Games. I think. Well, no, I think it does have more of a narrative. I think the narrative is more apparent, right? Um, but at the same time, like I still couldn't translate it very well, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do New Game Plus. Is like okay the mechanics and everything it's really daunting to figure out how to play this game but then once i did that and played through it like the second playthrough would be finding the secrets and learning the story and getting the quote-unquote best ending yeah which Um, is why again i like to play the games that i like i like to play more than once twice sometimes three times yeah Um, because i mean think of a movie that you watched and that you liked you know you you watch it the first time and you miss a bunch of stuff, you know, how many times sure. you watch a movie a second time and said, oh, I don't remember this part from the first time. And I do this kind of the same thing with, with video games. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Feedback? Yep. All right. Eric's got our feedback uh, this week. Just two pieces this week, Dan. Uh, from, we agreed we were going to call him JRP, did JRP, we not? yep. On Facebook. He says he is officially done with video games until Metal Gear 5 drops on September 1st. He will play Metal Gear and only Metal Gear and Snake on Nokia. Uh-huh. Sounds good. And he had he had mentioned to us uh, if any of us were excited about about Metal Gear. I know Corey's really excited about Metal Gear. Is anyone else like really I'm excited a, for I'm Metal Gear? I'm fairly excited. I mean, being that I'm not a Metal Gear fan, right. I guess I'm as excited as I can be about it. Right. The whole the whole base building thing really has me uh, interested. I, that, I love that in in yeah. games, so that might be that might be what I latch onto right. in it. Um, I'm not excited for it because I didn't particularly care for uh, Ground Zeroes, but Ground Zeroes didn't have a base building mechanic, and mm-hmm. like even if I have to suffer through some stuff that I don't like, I'm willing to do that if it, the base building thing is really good. Yeah, I, d- I definitely plan on buying it though. Mm-hmm. Corey, any thoughts on that one? Absolutely, I can't. I can't wait as well, and I'll be there day one. Thanks yeah. to Will. Day one, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not the slightest bit interested, but it didn't stop me from buying it. <laughs> oh, you you literally already purchased it. Yeah, for forty. It's coming up. That's. <laughs> Did you are what? Have you bought other games already? No. Oh, okay. Green Man Gaming. Uh, my friend got a graphics card. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. And then I just bought it off of him. Is it Steam or is it? He said it was Steam. Okay. He gave me the code and everything. I just haven't done it yet. You should enter it. Hopefully he didn't take your money and then enter the code. <laughs> I don't think he would do that. He he works where we do, correct? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> who you're talking about. Okay. I don't think he would do that. I hope not. No. Maybe it's an Break accident. Caps. Well, would would have to. I would get my $40 back. And then break his kneecaps. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, and our final piece of feedback from Tito in L.A. Uh, Eric, it's time to set up times where we'll be playing Destiny together until you get to a high enough level to go through the Vault of Glass. Once that's done, you can move on from Destiny. And in the meantime, I will try to wrangle up the TSA crew. Um, I'm looking forward to Overwatch like you guys, but from looking at the gameplay, I'm pretty sure I won't like it and will get bored of it. It reminds me 
of that old school FPS game where it takes a while to kill enemies. I feel like I'm not doing any damage and overall is kind of boring. I played Team Fortress 2 and it looks similar to that. Yeah, that was my impression when I first heard about it too. I'm like, that this game already exists yeah. and it's Team Fortress 2. Yeah, well, that's Blizzard. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Hopefully well, the they just perfect think, it. However, the difference ahead, between Team Fortress 2 and Dota 2 you know the the Valve Blizzard comparison is that Team Fortress Two I think is very accessible, and you if it's over, already you accessible, Overwatch. what can Overwatch? No, no, no. no, Team Fortress. Oh, okay. You're and, talking and about if, the Valve. If Team games. Fortress is already accessible. Then what can Blizzard bring to the table? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, one of the things that um, I read this somewhere, I can't remember where, but uh, characters. Blizzard does really good characters, and That's true. the the characterization might be a lot more interesting than the Team Fortress Two characterization. Dan, I and was funny you story, say that. Storyline. I would so go out on a limb and say that's one hundred percent true. Yeah. He'll do better than Team Fortress. Uh, his next piece of feedback: uh, all this talk of Blizzard across platform slash universe shows how good of an idea it is. It makes me want to buy World of Warcraft because I want more of characters like Illidan and see where these characters became popular. It makes players try their other games, which is a genius move. Yep, totally. Which, yeah, we talked about on what Dan just said. Um, Fire Emblem is a lot of fun. Do you guys have any tips? I'm really, I'm really happy I'm enjoying this kind of game. I notice a trend with the new JRPG with their storytelling. When playing Valkyria Chronicles and Fire Emblem, the trend appears to do away with the world map walking around and heavy chapter-based cutscenes. I realize Final Fantasy Tactics was a bit ahead of its time in that sense, but maybe I'm just not familiar with JRPGs. Um, and he says, right now I'm trying to get my main character to develop strong relationships with Sumaya, Sumia, okay, and the mage mm. chick. I the, forgot her name. Sumia was my favorite too. Thar, Tharha, Tharha? No, Thar, yeah, Tharha. Tharia was was my favorite one. Wow. Sumia was Good. one of the flying Good knights, right? Back. She's the one that had a crush on Krom, right? The Pegasus I Knight. Think so yeah, yeah, Pegasus Knight. Yeah, Tito, my, my best uh, advice would be to just make sure you have all your characters paired up and try to rotate them in the battles. Don't get too many characters too powerful. Uh, try to balance out your party because, if, like, if you lose people and they die, uh, they're gone. So if you're, you know, if you have one party um, of, of characters that you use, like, you're not going to – I think you can do as much grinding as you want to. Yeah. Uh, so if you need to go back and, and even grind a little bit with your with your lower-level characters, do that. But also try to make sure everyone has a, a mate, if you will. I do believe there's some that won't mate and have uh, children, but – I know Anna only mates with your unit. Yeah, there's only a couple yeah. – there's, there's a couple that will only mate with uh, one person. I wish there was a more apparent way to tell that. There is. Like, in the cutscenes, like – is there is there a way to tell that? The way you can tell is by the unit conversations. Right. You go, they will have an S rank. Uh, if they don't have an S rank next to them, they can't go any higher. Well, I know, but how do you know if you're not wasting your time trying to get up to the S rank if they can only have the... the S rank doesn't even show up if they can't. Oh, okay. I don't... If they I don't, can't marry. I don't think I was aware of that. Yeah. Uh, but At yeah. Least from what Great I game. remember. Great game. Here's my tip. Level Donald. Yes. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> Shut up, Will. Stole my tip. <laughs> Uh, make him a hero. I was going to make it a little more vague and say there are certain characters that do not seem worthwhile, but if you take the time to keep them alive and level them up, they are very worthwhile. Yeah. Like, Frederick is really powerful early in the game, but, like, towards the end of the game, he's not as Scales, useful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Last yeah. part of his feedback. Um, playing with my 3DS, when I play Mario Kart and go to the Mario Kart channel... 
There's a shot of planet Earth and outer space is filled with stars. It reminded me of No Man's Sky. And I realized I would love playing No Man's Sky on my mobile Nintendo 3DS. That would be so cool to just bust out the 3DS and discover some planets while on the bus or something. Sadly, it won't happen. Yeah. Coming to Nintendo NX. NX, yeah, the mobile uh, platform. That would be fantastic. No, they're coming out. uh, Some company is making a thing called a Steam Boy, which is a handheld Steam Steam thing. Um, I don't know how it's going to be, but they're just working on it. But that would be your... You're playing playing No Man's Sky mobily. That's interesting. Yeah. Steam Boy. Yeah, it's gonna be Steam OS based, so any games that run on Steam OS will will run on it. It's like a 720p screen, decent specs for what it is. I think it starts at like 300 bucks, maybe. Like I said, I I don't know how it's gonna be, but it's they're I think they're selling pre-orders right now for it. But but look into it. I don't think it's called a Steam Boy either. It's got another name, but people call it the Steam, Steam Boy. Steam Boy. Because why not? I just want to play No Man's Sky no matter what. Yeah. where No matter where I am. I just want a release date so I can plan my life yes. around it when it does come out. Now I'll be taking a few days off. <laughs> so I'll be, I can explore. I'll be holding myself up wherever <laughs> and playing. Okay. That's it, Dan. That's it for feedback. Yes, sir. Do we want to talk about the international real quick? Yeah, oh, we should yeah. touch on it. You're right. If we do, can I run to the bathroom? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You guys can start the conversation. I'll join you in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was – was it two weeks ago that this was the big news story? I feel like it's been out for a while. Yeah, it was or, no, no more than two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. I, we probably should have talked about it last week, but I, you know how we are. We forget. We forget <laughs> things. So, yeah, it was um, – the the final matchup was Evil Geniuses, who was covered – who were covered in the uh, – it wasn't. I don't know if it was Evil Geniuses, but it was one of their main players. Fear uh, was in was in the free to play documentary about about Dota two and the international. So it was it was cool to see him, uh, one of the older veteran players. I really liked him in the documentary yeah, he, too. He seemed like a good guy. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Uh, but tw- twenty seven years old is considered to be an old player. One of the players on their team was sixteen. <laughs> um, he's the one that started. Uh, what was it called? The Echo. Echo something that that kind of won the won the battle for them at the end. I can't come up think of the name of it by now, but right now, but he won it. Yeah, he was the one that kind of started the play, to, initiated to, to win the. Oh, was it when they're Echo Slam? Yeah, Echo Slam. That's what it's called. You're right. That's the ability that he used to. Uh, like he hit, he was able to hit all five of the enemy players, which is something that's very hard to do timing wise. Um, but it also like it does more damage based on how many heroes it hits. Oh, so it, it they, did a lot of damage, and then the rest of the team was was there to swoop in and like polish them off, finish all off. But one guy I think was able to escape. They that's when they were fighting the big beast Roshan, right? Yeah, they, they all dove in and killed. Yep, almost a full party wipeout. Yep, yeah, TPW. Yeah, well, yeah, one guy, one guy was able to escape, but. Um, you know that's cool. Six million bucks. Like all the all the play- players on the on the team are millionaires now. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, which is cool. Good for that them. That is insane. I think second place won three million. Yeah, which that's nothing to sneeze at. No, I mean, ESPN did a story on it yeah. uh, when I was watching on uh, break at work the other day, uh, comparing it to like Wimbledon, yeah, and prize pools like that, and it's more than all of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, that. isn't that is it? Crazy to think that. Yeah. Um. But like one of the things that one of the, 
There goes Corey again. <laughs> One of the things I like about it is I kind of I kind of have an understanding of how it works now, having played Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, uh, I have a lot better. I, I'm. I mean, I still don't know the ins and outs of it, but I have a, a better understanding of what goes on in a in a Dota match. Yeah, uh, or, or League of Legends. You know, I can. So you could still watch. It I could watch enjoy it. it. Yeah, I could watch it and enjoy it definitely. Um, I wish I had watched it, but weekends are a bad time for me to do like anything, um, anything like that. So. What'd you think, Corey? I only watched a single match. Okay. We we well we covered the details of the the final match, the Echo Slam play that that kind of won it for for the Evil Geniuses. Oh, I didn't see that. I I saw they had to play a series of games though, and and Evil Geniuses handily won those that series of games. Yeah. Good. Which is cool. Good to see the yeah. uh, the Americans, the hometown boys, bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah, because we usually get beaten by. Sure. By uh, European and and uh, like Chinese teams, but uh, it was good that our our team. I, I mean, it's kind of international. I think they kind of pick and choose their players from other. Because sure. I think the the sixteen year old guy was like uh, from Turkey or something like that. Does he live here? Yeah, but I mean, I think so. It, that happens in like the Olympics, like yeah. the U.S. teams. You know, they're our like soccer foreigners. team is laden with you know Hispanic Americans. Yeah, South Americans yeah. Or, or Central Americans. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to be proud. In this case, yeah. as, as well, an American, you know, oh, it's, it's an American team. Again, we know regardless uh, of who's on it. Fear, yeah, you know he's uh, he's kind of the head of the team. Uh, yeah. He's been around the block. And what is America other than a melting pot? Exa- that's exactly yeah. how they described uh, when people were. I don't know if complaining, but commenting how our soccer team was like that. And they were like, well, doesn't that kind of represent what yeah. America is supposed to be about at this point? Because we're people yeah. from everywhere. Exactly. <coughs> America. So, yeah. That's cool. I, I saw that they announced the Heroes of the Storm, some tournament that's being played in Vegas or somewhere like that. I would fucking love to go to that. Yeah. Because I have a better understanding of that oh, than, than any other game. I would so. love to go to that. I have an idea. <laughs> How are we funding it? <laughs> you guys, you guys, no, you guys will just have to work overtime for well, a few weeks. They don't allow me to work overtime. I know. Nope. We could, yeah, we'll have to kickstart it. Send Eric and Will to the hots turn. Let's just all go. Let's go all in and take out credit cards. And no, no, to no. win. We gotta do, go ahead, Will. Sorry. No, I was gonna say go all in with credit cards and just hope to win. <laughs> I already have one. You guys can just pay me whenever. <laughs> Is that not a form of gambling? Really? I mean. What? Anyway, go I, got, big, I was going to say... Go big or go home, you know? Sure. Uh, I was going to say, we got to do a Kickstarter for our Thummies Awards dinner. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not going to be able to afford <laughs> so it. So we can afford our Thummies Go dinner. out to dinner once a year. I'll just get a package uh, of hot dogs. We'll have, we'll have hot dogs on the grill. No, no, we got to have red carpet. Man. Even though it's December. Red carpet. I can roll. I've ask, got red uh, carpet. We're pulling this off. I gotta ask Cortez if we can put a red carpet leading into their <laughs> restaurant. You mean consoles? Consoles. Is consoles that the one? is the one that's no. closer. Really? Then Cortez? Yeah. Oh yeah, consoles is right down Watson. Yeah. It's I guess I haven't been out either in a very long time. There's What's a, the one in Binghamton though. That's Catch-a-tory, like Catchatory. Yeah, Cortez is Cortese the one in Binghamton. Binghamton. Number five. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, that place yeah, is really yeah. expensive. It's like thirty, forty bucks a plate, man. <laughs> I got the most. I got the cheapest thing on the menu last time I was there, and it was seventeen bucks. Oof. It was like a piece of chicken or something. <laughs> grilled, I went, grilled chicken. Yeah, I went once for lunch. I don't remember what we paid or anything, but I remember thinking, I don't get what all the fuss is about. Yeah. Number five. 
Well, if you get something cheap. I don't remember what I had or what I paid. It's going to be the same no matter where you go. I'm always a big fan of Lost Dog Cafe, personally. That's good. Around here. We'll probably do our red carpet there. That would be all right. Yeah, it's kind of a hip joint, too, you know? Yeah. And I've had our business card up there. I've enjoyed everything I've I've had oh, there. Oh, the food's great. We'll roll up in a limo and oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you're right. Get out. Oh god, why not? We have stretch goals for our Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> a limo is a uh, hundred dollars over. Johnny Highwind in the chat says you can have a bunch of my mom's old red Walmart shirts. You can line them up along the ground. Perfect. <laughs> why not? Perfect. Why not? Uh, I like that idea a lot. Actually. Beardless Two's got he's got Legos that we can use to give out awards. Lego awards, <laughs> yeah. that's a good idea. Will can build them. You're the youngest, so you've used them more recently. I feel like that's nope. That's not tr- that's right. And I've used them with Christie's nephew. Yeah, shit. Look who's making them now. Looks like Dan and I will be putting the Legos <laughs> together. God. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Corey? Question of the week. We kind of question of the week for next week. Yeah. <laughs> describe in honor of my gaming binge over the weekend. Uh, describe your most recent gaming binge. Okay. You know how when you were kids that, that does that it, include the extra life? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever happens to be for you. What was the last time you were like I? What, when was the last time you felt like you had infinite time to play games? And, oh and Jesus Christ! Describe the scenario surrounding that. Okay. I'd have to think about that, but. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I have three that popped in my head. And then I also wanted to ask people, and and this is another one I don't care whether we get any responses to or not, but we've been kicking around the idea of doing like a monthly kind of time capsule in games kind of thing, just an easily consumable like one-page image kind of thing that just talks about uh, like what games are we playing and what do we recommend at this day, like, at this like period in the gaming timeline um and i'm just curious what people think would be important to have on there we talked about the idea of having um like i just said like what we've been playing another thing would be like what's the biggest news story of the month um just like what would you like to see in something like that yeah i would like to do the what we're playing and see how many months in a row uh heroes is in there yeah, that's, I think it's. I think that's very telling, though. To like, if we have like every month uh, an image that you can look back on, like like I said, it's kind of like a little timeline and see, like, oh my God, Will was playing Heroes, Heroes of, the of the Storm, Storm. for like twelve months, you know, <laughs> plus Heroes and Hearthstone would be in there every month for a while, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like Corey said, it's important to note that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Johnny Highwind said the thummies are starting to sound like a really sad charity drive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we get some local celebrities to speak. Some of the people on the on the ten o'clock news. Oh my god! Oh, now we're cooking. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts, Corey? Nope. All right. Uh, next week's episode day. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. Uh, topic don't know yet we'll come up with that probably hopefully this weekend i cannot uh, do friday next week okay i think i'm good thursday wednesday or thursday so we'll let you know i like to post monday or tuesday when we're recording our episode so i'm hoping to get these show notes up tonight or at the latest tomorrow rather than being a couple weeks late i hate having to catch up 
because it takes a long time. So I will try to get. I, I posted uh, for episodes two ten and two eleven earlier this afternoon. So if you want to check those out, uh, that'll do it for episode two twelve of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!